Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the show. So, um, for all you uh, people out there that don't play Magic the Gathering, this episode is probably not for you. Um, I had AJ Hamilton and Jordan Reinhardt in, good buddies of mine who I play Magic with. Uh, we have an we did an in depth discussion on the new set Throne of Eldoraine. Uh, yeah, it's a long one. Uh, also, uh, if any children are listening to this, it's a little bit explicit, so you might want to ask your parents if it's okay. Um, we just swear a couple times, nothing crazy. Um, but it was a fun time. Uh, Throne of Eldraine's pretty freaking cool. Uh, and I hope you all enjoy. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, I would like to know some of the magic people's feedback on this episode and how you felt about it and what you think I could do better next time. Uh, enjoy. See you in there. Have fun. Jordan. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Great. I'm good. How's your day? Before you got here? Ah, busy. Busy? Yeah. yeah. I worked this morning. Oh. Opened. It was nice. kind of stressful, but it's all good. What time do you open? Uh, Today I open at... I had to be there at 7. We opened at 7.30. Oh, so it's okay. not terrible, but... It's not crazy. It could, yeah. be could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> We're not here to talk about work. Good. We're here to talk about the throne of Eldraine. Magic the Gathering. I thought it was Eldane. Oh, I'm just kidding. Right? I've, <laughs> I've heard so many people pronounce it El, El Dorain, and I'm like, what? Should just be called the Throne of Flavor. Uh, right. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Town. Yeah. So uh, while we're doing this Welcome podcast, Flavor Town. Yeah, while we're doing this podcast, everybody, we're looking on Mythic Spoiler um, at all the spoilers of all the cards from Throne of El Dorain. Uh The only reason why I'm using it is because they just have it all laid out color wise and just rarity. We're going to go down the. Down our own list. We all made separate lists. AJ's is a little more intimidating than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just written down and he's got all labeled. Yeah. Nice. Labeled and typed up. Stuff. I I'm see a try stuff. hard. It's okay. <laughs> stuff is one of my categories. Stuff is one. So we'll start with you, AJ. Well, uh, the way I have my list broken down, uh, I, you know, we may be uh, copying oh, well, other podcasts, but uh, I, I thought we could start with some of the legendary creatures that we're excited about. That's fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I've got mine in no uh, no particular order, but why don't I start with the one that I'm most excited for? Yeah, How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I am just about done with a rankle master of prank stack. He is a spicy Man, little fella. Rankle, I think rankle, rankle. I think he's he's up there for one of my favorite cards in the set. So rankle's pretty gross. He's uh, two black. Two generic, three three flying haste. Mm. When he hits a player, uh, you choose any number. So you can do all three of these. You can do two. You can do one, or you can do none. Um, each player discards a card. Each player loses a life and draw a card, or each player sacrifice a creature. Um, so the idea of my build is just to make the game no fun for anybody. Sure. 
Yeah. That's that's the basic Are idea. Are you doing all three at all time? Or like every? No, it's mostly the discard a card and sack a creature. Interesting. So you're not gonna have anybody draw a card. Not in, not unless I can I can take advantage of it. One of the one of the yeah. one of the cards that I I'm liking so far in building like my build process. Uh, Words of waste. Mm. Back in oh. what is that onslaught? I think so. I yep. think. Um, so there's a cycle of enchantments. You could pay a, pay a mana and skip your draw to have an effect. The black one, you paid one, skipped your next draw for everybody else to discard a card. So that turns Rankle into everyone discard a card, then draw a card, then sack a creature, then discard a card. <laughs> Which seems like no fun. Especially no, if no, you're already no. on the verge of being empty-handed. That was yeah. kind of like your... Uh, what's it called? Uh, your Queen Marchesa deck, the way you oh, built, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. built around it, you were taking no damage, Just, but everybody else was yeah. taking damage. Mm-hmm. You seem to like to not. Uh, you know, you I like, like that. Yeah, right? yeah, you seem to like to make up. people uh, feel bad. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, my competitive decks are usually a little staxy. So yeah, same, staxy. same kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like you would benefit from when they draw, they take damage. Oh, true, true. Yeah, I, I, right I now I do have Underworld Dreams in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just as sort yeah, of another yeah, so source of uh, hey, you lose, a train, life, right? you lose a life, draw a card, and lose another and life. And take a damage, <laughs> and discard a card, and sacrifice. That's the whole idea, is just and then put overwhelm them there. with shitty things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's a fairy rogue, the flying makes sense, but the haste, that's what like separates him from... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, it makes him a lot better. And I think, honestly... You know, as commander players, we don't we don't necessarily see this, but I think we we get affected a lot by uh, how Wizards is trying to change the standard landscape. Yeah, um, just just some of the things we see, like more haste on creatures. That's for best of one, right? Right. Um, you know, modal cards like even this, even this card is a modal card, right? right. Um, so we're getting a lot more modal spells, and I think that's because of best of one. Which to me, I see as a good thing. You know, we yeah. get more flexible cards because our format likes modal things uh, for, just as much. For, right. For people like me uh, who haven't been playing long, what does modal mean? Oh, uh, modal is when a uh, spell gives you choices. So, like the charms okay. are modal spells. Choose one, and you get three gotcha. options. Gotcha. Um, they have different modes. Gotcha. Yeah. What's another? Oh fuck! I saw another one. Another modal spell. Yeah, there's so another. So there's a real, modal. there's a real good one in this set. I actually think it's a reprint. Um, I think it's is it Return to Nature? Yeah, I think it's Return. Yeah, um, it's return to green and a color, green and a generic. Oh yeah, it's going to replace destroy artifact, yeah, destroy enchantment, re- or exile a card in a graveyard. Yeah, another really it, good modal and, spell. Yeah, and yeah. it's an instant. Yeah, it's going to re- nature. Yeah, yeah. it's going to replace. Uh, what's the naturalize? Yeah, naturalize. Yeah. It's going to yeah. replace naturalize. Yeah, for um, sure. So that's that's a really good one. That's really good for um, But yeah, I, I think he's he's kind of a product of of. Honestly, I think he's a product of arena. You know, yeah, that makes sense. I know. Uh, I know one one topic that has been coming up a lot: power creep. Yep. yep. Right. You know, this yeah. set. This PC. set is is kind of kind of nudging in that direction. I don't disagree with that. I think when it comes, what I mean by power creep is definitely the like. Okay, something that's kind of like we're looking at the top five yeah. cards right here. Three out of the top five cards in the rarity. They're all mythics. Three of them have haste. And yeah. they're all creatures. One has yeah. flying and fl- flying and flash, and then the other one's the harmonious archon. Yeah, we're definitely and three have flying. We're and def- one has reach. Right. <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely getting in, into a place where, and I th- I think one thing to look at too, 
Um, I think the place where the power creep feels the most prevalent in this set, at least to me, is in the creatures. Yeah, right? always. Yeah. Um, and especially the legendary ones. And I think a lot of that is just the direction Magic is moving in right now, right? Like right. if you look at the first ten years of Magic, creatures were trash. Right, they're clunky. Oh, right, yeah. they were clunky. They were overcosted. Your spells were amazing. You had things like, I mean. Even if we're not talking about things like Ancestral Recall and Time Twister, right? You know your spells were highly efficient. Counterspell, look at Counterspell. Right, Counterspell is is too good for almost any format that that doesn't have it already, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we can't print it into standard. We can't put it in modern. Right. Um. And so you know, it's at at a certain point. I think one of two things is happening. One. We're just kind of making up for the past, right? Sure. Kind of yeah. for those for the for things like EDH. Let's get the creatures to be as good as the spells we have access to. Right, right, right. Um, and and I think we're getting there. Um, the other thing is, uh, it, it could be design space, right? Right. Look at how yeah. many of these busted creatures are just really effects from spells stapled onto it, right? Right. So maybe maybe we're seeing stronger creatures because that's where they can put the designs, right? right. That's where well, the design and, space is. And some of them seem to be kind of like enchantments as well. Right. Stuck right. onto them. Yep. Even though a lot the, more static abilities. Yeah. Yep. Triggered abilities. Mm-hmm. Before yeah, while we're talking about the fucking power creep, obviously Chulane, Teller of Tales. Yeah, two, that's two one green he's two in Bant. Uh yep. Vigilance, two four. Insane. Whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. Then you may put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. And his last little tidbit is tap three, return target creature. You control to its owner's hand so he can return which, himself. Which at first seems like a throwaway ability, but in his in his deck, it really isn't. No, yeah. no, no, no. no. Because, no he has vigi- because he has vigilance. Yeah. So you can attack with him if you so choose. You probably, I, you, you probably won't because you're going to... I think if someone tries to go to the degenerate route, they're going to try and make it like a... The best way to go about this would probably be like an elf ball storm with a bunch oh, with yeah, a bunch yeah. of bouncing oh, yeah. creatures sure. and stuff like that. Even though you don't need the elf, you, you just, no, no, no. Like, the elf would just make Manadors. if you go yeah if you go yeah. elf ball storm you just go with the old uh, umbral mantle uh, priest of titania mm-hmm. combo and just have all that yeah out no there. But he, the draw and he's pretty absurd in the ramp. I would understand well, if, if he, he had either said, of those on him right yeah if it had either of those if it's just said. Cast a creature, uh, draw a card. Cool. Which I don't think we've really had on a legendary. At no, least not all, that clean. No, not that no. clean. No, and, we and have. So a, that would have been fine. Beast Whisperer, the uh, two green, yeah. two colorless. Whenever you cast it, whenever you cast yeah. a creature, draw a card. We had uh, Primordial Sage. Yeah, but and, never on a on a legendary. I don't think yeah. so. That's but one they, space he's filling. Absolutely, but, and they've definitely adjusted because. Primordial Sage is six mana. Mm-hmm. So, like, giving, yeah. st- especially standard, right. giving standard a green draw mm-hmm. something after you play an important thing in green. Yeah. Yep. If it said put a land in play tapped, like yeah, Thrasios. It, it isn't even tapped. It's not even <laughs> tapped. It's just put it into and play. it's just oh. a land. Like, it's any land. Yeah. Any yeah. land. And then all you need is a freaking, uh, Jesus, uh, all you need to do is play a chromatic lantern, and you're fine. Oh yeah, yeah. and white and yeah, white and blue are not shy of going mm-hmm. to find the find that card. No, so when it comes to power creep, him and then the Faykirk King you sacrifice a Corvod. permanent. Yeah, yeah. Corvod oh, yeah. is nuts. Sacrifice, uh, sorry, so, two and Jund. Oh, gotcha. So Corvod's uh, two and Jund. He's a four four flyer. Uh, when he enters the battlefield uh, or attacks, you sack another permanent. 
And then whenever you sack a permanent, he gets a plus one, plus one counter, and you draw a card. I Honestly, I've heard a lot of belly aching about Chulane, um, and not just from you, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Corvot is is absurd as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whenever you sack a permanent, draw a card. And then he yeah. buffs himself? Like, he could have very easily have said, whenever you sack a permanent, draw a card and lose a life. Yeah, right. And I think it's huge I, that he doesn't. Out of, like... He is one of the two commanders from the set that I like. Actually, want to brew? Yeah, I think it's Corvold. Is it? Is it Corvold? Yeah, Corvold. Yeah, yeah. it but looks like an eye. Like it just no. reminds me of Vevictus, but just yeah. better. Yeah, and like you can throw in Vevictus into this, and even like just anything that says sacrifice. Well, like, yeah. Well, think about this. I mean, you throw in that deck. You you throw Shattergang Brothers. Yeah. All this, all of a sudden, like now I'm sacking thing. I sack a creature. I draw a card. You all sack a creature. Yep. Forget about it. If I'm playing something like Dictate of Erebos, right? Yeah. Now you all sack another creature. Yep. Um, you run the the red black guy from I think it's War of the Spark. Whenever someone sacks a permanent, he pings a, any target. He's oh, like yeah. a three mana three three red black guy. I don't oh, remember yeah, his name, yeah, yeah. but like you start running stuff like oh, that, right. and then all of the sudden. You you sack something and and so much more than just drawing a card happens and I think just starting there and adding so much extra to it it yeah. is just gets huge. Well, yeah, and he's kind of um, how would I say uh, he's he oh, fuck me he's like Prosh. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. sack a permanent and you he, the problem with him like if you're if we're gonna find a problem with Corval mm-hmm. compared to Prosh is that he doesn't he's not a sack outlet on himself. No, and yeah. I and I I would say which I, is healthy. <laughs> no, exactly. And I would say I don't I don't think Corvald looks like C E D H playable or anything like no, that. No, he doesn't no, look no. like an absurdly powerful deck. No, he's in just those be, regards. He's just gonna. he's, in he's that, in like, it for the long game. Exactly. He's a, yeah, because he's a little too aggressive, well, I think as well. Uh, no. Uh, keep going. Sorry, we're looking for the. We're looking for that other card so we can tell you the name. That guy, uh, Mayhem Devil. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whenever a player sacrifices a permanent, he deals one damage to any target. So. Oh wow, that's not. Yeah, that's good. So then, you if could... you're doing something to get everybody to sack something, you're you're dealing around four or five damage. Yeah. Right. You can pick off planeswalkers. You can pick and off if, small creatures. And if you have like any like damage doublers. Oh yeah, like, forget about it. Right. Maybe another card that we're going to get to here in a second yeah um i've noticed something and obviously basically you guys are my play group mm -hmm. like you two elliot langston yeah and then a few and then like breon um i've noticed i don't know about you guys but i i don't see a lot of planeswalkers maybe that's just because like i don't like in in play yeah in play they yeah. just seem to, have, mm-hmm. especially after War of the Spark with all the yeah. removal planeswalkers. Yeah, yeah. So like they I, become more targetable. Uh, the only time I see planeswalkers is when I'm playing against AJ. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, I Super so I friends. have another I have another another fairly decently sized play group. Uh, I judge at a venue here, um, and so I get I get a little bit bigger of a, a sample size, and I I do see a decent amount of planeswalkers actually. Okay, okay cool. Um, I. Uh, obviously, there's a few people in that playgroup, myself included, that have dedicated like Super Friends decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even even without those, I still see um, a lot of the Lilianas seeing play. Like if you're playing a mono black deck, then you're playing the what is it M13 Liliana, the one that can turn all of your swamps into Lake of the Dead's when she ults. 
Oh, um, yeah. She goes and tutors up the yeah, swamp. Yeah. Of the so there's Liliana the Dark Realm. Yeah, so that one I see a lot. I see a lot of... See a lot of Narsets out there? The Planeswalker? Yeah. No, actually. Oh, the... The blue, maybe. blue. No, actually, I, ha- I haven't at least, but I, I mean, I, I'm putting best. it in my deck. She's the best. Um, yeah. No, she's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I see a fairly, I see a fairly decent amount of planeswalkers. Um, sure. Okay, I, I'm assuming I'll see the new Garouk quite a bit, but we'll, I mean, we'll get yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that was exciting. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, he's been gone for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. Moving if we want to keep keep moving down the list, of, I'm a big yeah. fan of Questing Beast. Are you? I am. Uh, okay. I, I'm a big fan of Mono Green, and the fact that he's four, he costs two green and two colorless. He's uh, Vigilance, uh, Death Touch, and Haste. Uh, four 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 four. <laughs> with, so good rate be, already. Yeah, he can't be blocked by two twos or uh, power two or less. Um, Combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. <laughs> Whenever Questing Beast deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target Planeswalker that player controls. Now, before we get into just how good this card is. <laughs> I forgot said, it was legendary. I, right, yeah. It's legendary. I, I said at the beginning of this this episode that we're going to Flavortown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the question that I have is what what is this... Like, beast from what? What's like, the what, reference? What is the reference? I think it's Cerber, uh, Cerberus. Oh yeah. Oh okay. If anything, yeah. Just a three-headed. Well, it, and it's not just Cerberus. It's just yeah. uh, there's always like a three-headed monster in a lot of fairy tale movies. That's true. Okay. And that, if you really want to dig into it, we could be like, yeah, it's Cerberus from fucking Hercules. If we really want to go with like fantasies or whatever, <laughs> but yeah. it yeah. would be it would just be uh, Roman mythology, right? Greek. Greek. Yeah. Well, but that Roman Greek. I mean, this set isn't Greek mythology though. This is Grimm's fairy tales. So I'm guessing there's some there's fairy guys, tale that's right, got right, something. Right. Yeah, I'm not familiar with whatever he's from. I was just like, sure. So now, <laughs> well, here's where I am. Is this beast going on quests or and is, adventures, or is this something you encounter on your questing? It's definitely an encounter. <laughs> it's it's think, like, yeah, it's definitely if you're playing someone with this, yeah, you three are on an adventure. You're fighting the and questing this beast. Assholes coming out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> it's 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 the D and D boss, right? And what's cool about him is that you could uh, what's it's not shamanic revelation because shamanic revelation is the creatures. What's the green draw for power? Well, you can just old. Uh, five drop Garouk. Yeah. Like it's just that you're always going to draw four if you have yeah. one of those cards. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be pissed at myself. <laughs> I, mean, there's, I don't have it off the top of my head. No. I'm, I was thinking about building it just because I love and so my- you're And so you're thinking about this is the commander? Yeah. Would it be just like stompy? Like are you oh. just trying to get people dead? Yeah, that's what Mono Green does. Right on. Especially in EDH. I mean, unless you're trying to find that little like old lady who brings out servos from right. Kaladesh and want to be really janky, <laughs> right? Mono Green yeah. art- artifacts, which never really worked out for you. For me, I I didn't see an interest in building it just because of the like targeting of Planeswalker. Like that last ability is just kind of like meh for me, but. Like, I mean, the rest of it is it's good enough that I don't know. Oh, if the I would... bottom part, you can just that's just like a little added bonus yeah. if you need to swing at the person that has a planeswalker. Yeah, I think I would just put it in into a mono green deck versus building around it. Mm-hmm. But that's just my take. Yeah, I think this is this is a very interesting card because not often is the legendary super type specifically used as a drawback. 
Because that's the only re- I think that's the actual only reason this thing is legendary is so I can't have two in play in standard. That makes a lot that's of sense true. because vigilance death touch. He's extremely for pushed. Yeah, for four. Yeah, well, he's going for seventeen bucks right now. Is he? Oh yeah. So yeah, so I yeah I was surprised. I'm surprised to hear hear you say that you'd like to build the deck out of him. Not because I think it'll be bad, just because you know how Morrow says not every magic card's not for every player. Right. And I think case in point. Yeah. Um, but no, great card. Yeah. Questing Beast is going to be a, a fucking menace. And then, uh, just because it's right below it, and yeah. it kind of pertains to it, is the Great hit, uh, Henge. Great Henge. Seven. Jordan, you want to read it off? Yeah. Uh, so it's seven green green. Uh, legendary artifact. This spell costs X less to cast, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Uh, tap, add two green, and you gain two life. <laughs> And whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on it and draw a card. So I, I think the so. funniest thing that I heard, <laughs> the funniest thing I read said about this card, I, I about died. Um, someone said, huh, this is good in some decks. And I stopped and I said, well, yeah, if by some decks you mean any deck with green and creatures, yeah. Yeah. then yeah. <laughs> uh, because I don't, I don't think I've ever put together a green deck that I don't want this in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The draw 100%. card alone. That's yeah. the, that's, see, this is where uh, green's doing well. White's just failing at draw. Yeah. They, they right. seem to be sticking with the whole white can't draw thing. That's fair. Which is kind of sad. Because like you can come up with something, yeah. something creative. To we'll get, get there. We'll get yeah, there. we'll get we'll there. there. <laughs> but yeah, and then yeah. add two green, gain two life. Even if, even if we just even if we forget about the last part of that card, even if it's just a mana rock, yeah, it's yeah. just a really good rock. Like what? What, what, do you, what are you? What are you? What are you going to have? Well, no. Like even if we're talking on the bad side, if I've got a three three in play, right. it costs six mana for a mana rock that adds two green and gains me two life every turn. Yeah, I probably no I probably no. play that. Yeah. yeah, well, and not a lot, not a lot of people are going to try and remove that. They're more worried about like creatures. Yeah, they're more worried. <laughs> They'll about, be worried right. about your creatures that are too big. Right. Exactly. So yeah, so I I just think this card is a home run. Yeah. I don't. It's hard to think of a green deck that, I, that doesn't want this. I remember reading uh, during spoiler season for this, um, reading on Reddit. Somebody was like, "I'm calling it now." <laughs> The the, the um, great henge is gonna be like a mono green auto artifact. Like they basically nailed it on the head. Like yeah. Yeah. they called it. They're like, it's gonna do something bonkers. It's gonna be an artifact. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's um, very good. Jordan, you have a card. Uh, yeah, I'm reading off of AJ's list and seeing what yes, pertains to mine. <laughs> AJ's is much more organized. Comprehensive. And, yeah, yeah, much more <laughs> organized than ours. I mean, I and like, I'm the one that asked you guys to be out here. <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip and go to Kenrith, the Return King. Uh, oh, good pick. Uh, it's, I mean, I have a deck built from him. You can read him off. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Buy a Box promo. Um, I think he's currently going for like 12 bucks right now. Something like that. Um, Kenrith, the return King, he costs four and a white. He's a legendary creature, human noble. Uh, he's five, five and he's got five abilities. So tap a red, all creatures gain trample and haste until end of turn. One in a green, put a plus one, plus one counter on a target creature. Two in a white target player gains five life. Three in a blue target player draws a card. 
and four and a black put a target put target creature from a graveyard onto the battlefield under its owner's control. Uh, I saw this card and I at the time I had put together um, I had put back together Najila and okay. had a five color aggro warrior tribal. Saw this card and I went, I've never played group hug. I've never played like a really good politics deck. And I have all these cards that I really like playing. And this card just fit everything that I wanted to do. Oh. And so I, I threw it together and it's it's gotten some tuning, but it's just so it's it's so much fun. And like it has the possibility of being thematic. Mm-hmm. It has the possibility of like I've seen a lot of night tribals that people oh, are doing with that's it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, there's just so much that you can do with this card, and so many ways that you can play it. I think it's amazing. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. I really like him because he's legitimately a, a group hug commander. Yeah. Like he's legitimately what you want, and like perfect for that kind of deck. Yeah. Um, you know, Feldegriff is great, but I I think Kenrith is better. Yeah. And I don't and. People were like, I don't think there has ever been a true like five color. Oh no, for group, for, hug. For group hug, no, not at all. The closest we've gotten is the uh, is Kiranos and, and Tiro of Miletti's. Yeah, yeah, and they're missing black, yeah. which not the group huggiest of colors, but I'm sure <laughs> there's some tools. <laughs> um, I think well, you can never be degenerate. I mean, you could try and make him degenerate. I don't know. I mean, you get infinite mana and he draws your deck. Yep. That's true. That's like the fact that all of these abilities are repeatable. Yeah. Right. There's something there. I agree with you. I don't think he's ever going to be. Yeah, I don't think he's never knows. a target. Then again, though, infinite. If I have infinite mana, I can kill anybody because I can do infinite plus one plus one counters and then give it trample. Yeah, that's true. So right. I, he's got outs to be crazy, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he needs. To, I don't think that's the kind of deck he is. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think training grounds definitely needs to be in the deck. Oh it's yeah, training just, grounds and biomancer is familiar. It goes yeah, into him like and auto just, include and a hearthstone. You oh yeah, hearthstone. Heart, heartstone. Yeah. Heartstone. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't say the H word here. Why? It's hearthstone. We're not talking Heart, about hearthstone. Sorry, I forgot. It's hearthstone. Hearthstone. <laughs> hearthstone. We don't say that. We don't say the. H. Yeah, we don't say um, the H word. But yeah, that was that was the big thing for me on on Kenrath is just being a legitimate, like in the same way that like Morophon made some yeah. some tribes legitimate now, or you know. Um, yeah, I want to make a fucking Griffin deck. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, something. That um, but yeah, that's that's why I like Kenrith. Not that I want to build the deck, or not that I, you know, that I, I'm super jazzed on him. But he he's the perfect, and it seems like they've done a few of these recently. He's the perfect commander for an archetype that didn't have one. Yeah, necessarily. And I yeah. I really liked him because like I generally don't build decks to win. Like I mm-hmm. have a few decks that I'm like it would be really cool if I won with this, but um. I saw him you're, and I was just you're like, definitely Johnny to the core. Yeah. I think. And I'm like, I just want to have fun. And this deck lets me have fun. And <laughs> he was, he came over the other, Jordan came over the other <laughs> week and he's like, I built him. I was like, fucking sick. Like, I can't wait to see what happens. So and he fun. starts like playing mana flare and dictate of Karametra. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I was playing Yenit. And for anybody who doesn't know who Yenit is, she's from the precon to the Commander twenty eighteen. The odd CMC, yeah, the odd CMC Sphinx. Um, 
I was playing that, and he was just feeding so me. So you the, just had all the mana to cast all those expensive cards that deck, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in my hand. I was like, oh, cool. Turn five, I can play uh, fucking, what was it? I think turn five, I played, uh, what's his face? What's this? Runescar Demon? Mm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go do Sweet. that. And then I'm going <laughs> to just get something fat. And then... Oh, man. Oh, no, no, no. I just tutored for a Vampiric Tutor and then put a fucking expropriate on the top of my deck. Yeah. I'm like, there okay. There you go. Yeah. There's the game. And <laughs> the whole time, I was... It wasn't even about what was happening. Mm-hmm. It was whether or not the king allowed it to happen. Nice. Yeah. And it was totally thematic. Like, there was... I had Oh, yeah. He had a goblin. story for everything. I had Goblin. <laughs> Every card in the deck has a reason for it being in there. And Goblin Spymaster was <laughs> the guy that you meet on the way to get to the king's castle <laughs> and he sells you his goblins every turn and then you just and they killed him and I was like why would you kill the guy that he's giving you <laughs> giving you dudes because the dudes that oh, he gives funny. you are making you attack every turn and you <laughs> yeah. don't want to attack yeah. every turn <laughs> it's, just, it's it's all thematic it's very flavorful yeah yeah Kenrith is cool yeah Real quick, we've got it on screen. If you want to scroll down to Folio of Fancies, uh, just, oh, since we just are yeah. talking about Kenrith, um, I lo- absolutely love this card. Which uh, apparently, apparently, it's bonkers and limited. It's from what I hear, but it's amazing. Um, I like this because this is a group hug card that mm-hmm. also gives you a legitimate win gun. Yep, which is another thing that group hug decks didn't didn't really have. Yeah. So uh, for, oh, okay. for, for all of our listeners at home, Folio Fancies, it's a two-mana artifact, one blue, one generic. I Also, side note, I love the colored artifacts in this set. Yeah. Um, yes. Hope, hope they keep up with that. Well, yeah. that's to keep the power creep down. Yeah. Hence the Paradox Engine. <laughs> um, so it's two-mana. If two you want to know what me and AJ think about that, <laughs> go back to the last episode of me and AJ. <laughs> um, so Folio Fancies, two-mana artifact, one blue, one other. Uh, players have no maximum hand size. Awesome. X, X, tap. Each player draws X cards. So stopping it right there, boom, we've got a great group hug card, right? Yes. I love it. Real but, quick. Yeah. And everybody has no maximum hand it, size. It's everyone, yeah, which is great. How does XX work with that? So you would pay, you just have to pay X twice. So let's say you want to have each player. And so the big thing here, a big, a big kind of mistake or misconception when people are looking at X spells, mm-hmm. it actually works the opposite way a lot of people think. You don't pay X and then the value becomes X. You decide what X is going to be and then you pay the mana for that. So that's why like okay. if I have a Goblin Electromancer, it'll reduce the cost of my Fireball. Because I say I'm going to cast Fireball X5. Cool. Now how much mana do I need to pay to make XB5? Oh, okay. So for in this instance, XX would be like, I'm, we're going to draw three cards. So I would pay three, three, and tap. So six total. Oh. So you just pay double whatever X is going to be. Okay. Um, and so so A, great group hug card, little prosperity effect. Yeah. yeah. And then the last effect, three, two, and a blue, and tap. Each opponent puts a number of cards equal to the number of cards in their hand from their library into their graveyard. So, so spicy. So you'll mill them out. And like, yeah, if you're if you do this, like think about it. You only have to do this like maybe two turn cycles and and people are gonna fill their hands up themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're you're chewing away at their deck and they've they've got a, a fairly quick clock depending on how much right. you've been making them draw. Um so that one stood out to me kind of in in connection <laughs> with Kenrith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As just a a, a a type of group hug card we just didn't have yet. I picked this card up today. Um, because it goes into my Verena deck. Oh yeah, nice. And it's just like 
it's great because it's just like okay, we're all gonna draw, and yeah. then like you know, take well, those yeah, hands. The, well, yeah, the it. play pattern there is into turn draw four. Yep. Now we'll mill everyone. And if I have all my other mill effects on online, it's like okay, we're all gonna draw. You're gonna mill, and then yeah. <laughs> beginning of turn, we're gonna mill again. Oh right. yeah. If you what is it? Psychic corrosion. Mm-hmm. If you have psychic corrosion out with this. Yep. Woof. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> it, the, the best part is it's a it's a. Uh, it's only fifty cents. Oh yeah, it's 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 dirt cheap, which is great. I love cheap cards. Cheap cards are great. Um, Back all right. to the legendaries. Moving right along. Back uh, to the non-legendary that should be legendary. <laughs> Robber of the rich. Anybody? Anybody <laughs> pissed about this? Anybody upset yeah, about it? Uh, this gets my vote for one of my favorite arts of this. The set. art is pretty pretty rad. The art's great, but the also cost very of him is awesome. One in one red for a two-two. He has reach and haste. Whenever robber of the rich attacks, if defending player has more cards in in hand than you, exile the top card of their library. During any turn you attacked with a rogue, which is cool because you can kind of make like a red rogue tribal yeah. type. You could have if he was your general, um, <laughs> but you can like make a Morphon rogue deck now. That's pretty cool. There you go. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, you may cast that card, and uh, you may spend mana as though it was any color. Yeah, uh, I think I think big thing to note: it doesn't. It, he doesn't have to be in play, right? It's yeah. just if a rogue attacked. Also, you don't have to hit them; they just have to attack. Yeah, I think this card's really good. I think yeah. it's really good. I was just kind of weirded yeah. out because it's like Robin Hood is yeah is a is a noble. It's a big character. They can't make everything legendary, legendary I though. Guess. You know what I'm noticing, and this goes back to something we talked about. So, if we the three cards we're seeing, we're seeing Rankle, Questing Beast, and Robber of the Rich. They all have haste. Yep. And you know what they all have in common? They all have abilities that happen when they attack or hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering if they're just going to put haste on those kinds of creatures more often, so that you actually more... get to use that ability. Yeah. Right. Because that, that's one of the metrics where some of those cards could get bad is, you know, if Rankle didn't have haste, you'd go, well, what if you don't ever get to attack with him? Yeah. Right, then you're pissed. So, so I mean, maybe that's where they're moving. Yeah. Hmm. The fucking weird part about Rankle is that you can get him out turn one and piss everybody oh, yeah. off. That's the idea. Um, but yeah, back to, <laughs> yeah. We'll um, back to Robert the Rich. No, I think he's I think he's a really clean card. I think he's really really tight. Like yeah, reach, he's got a lot of flavor too. Reach makes a ton of sense. Hey, like you know, like we talked about, haste may not make a ton of sense, but I think it's because he does something on attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. I His think CMC is great. Yeah, he's for two. I, I think he'll two definitely twos. see play in standard. Yeah. I I definitely enjoy how they are realizing that all of the, like you said earlier, all of the creatures used to be bulky as shit yeah. and they weren't viable. Mm-hmm. Like old Nico Bolas is a seven, seven for fucking seven. And then you have to have eight actually. It's eight. Cause I think it's two and two, two, two. Oh, it is. So two, I think they're yeah. eight mana, eight for seven, sevens. And then you have to pay an Three upkeep, mana, yeah. every upkeep, which is nonsense. And that was even in limited, which is fucking more retard. Yeah. Like when they, when they came out. Yeah. Yeah. Almost said the R word. Whoopsies. I'm trying my best not to say it on here anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be kind. Um, so I think, but yeah, yeah it, but like four for four with the questing beast, two for mm-hmm. two, and then four for three. But Rankle, has, but he's got evasion. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got evasion and he's got haste. So yeah, I think I think another another sign that just it's just the creatures are getting better, really, more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, Who's next on your list, AJ? We got. 
Um, so looking at legendaries, I think this one I was like second most excited for. Torban, oh, Thane of Redfell. He's fun. A, I mean that name. Get out of here. Like, oh, yeah. Torbrand. Um, so th- Tor- Torbrand, Tor- Torbrand, Thane of Redfell. <laughs> um, he uh, is one generic and then three red. You guys um, might be brothers. Uh, yeah, we look a little... He might a, be your great-great-great-grandfather. He's, he's got a sweet beard. Yeah, he's got a red um, beard, too. And like so he's you. a legendary dwarf noble, 2-4. Um, he says, if a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent and opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus two. I think this guy is absurd. Yeah, he makes a freaking lightning bolt viable now. Yeah, lightning bolt is five. I'm not even thinking that. Like, Pyrohemia? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't know, Pyrohemia I is guess, the yeah. red version of Pestilence. So it's red, red, and two for an enchantment. Uh, you sack it at end of turn if there's no creatures in play. But then the important part, it's got red, deal one damage to each creature and player. So huh. it's dealing one to all of your creatures and you. And three each time you pay a red to everything else. Right. So, and you could do it three times in a turn without killing Torbrand. Right. I guess. How, yeah. how do you not? How do you not just win that game? Huh. Like that's when you assemble that. Tr- that's true. And Did- then, and then think about how many cards are like sort of like that, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, then we then we get like pingers. You know, if I've got just a oh, yeah. prodigal pyromancer, tap deal three damage to any target. That's right. Oh, whoa. absurd. So basically anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this was one of the cards that I was like, mm, about. Meh. I was just like, meh. Yeah. But hearing talk about it and thinking about it a little bit more, would you run this as the commander or would you put it in something like Neheb? Uh, both. I mean, um, yeah, you can run it as your commander. Yeah, because you have access to him all the time. That's the yeah. point. Yeah, I think both. I, honestly, I think he's. I think he's more powerful as your commander. Yeah, to be honest, you want the access to him. Yeah. You want that ability, and you just keep. And he's you, so cheap, right? But like, on like goblin sharpshooter. And... Yeah, goblin sharpshooter is really going to mow down a board now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think this guy's wide open. I think he's got a lot of legs. Like he's got a lot of play. Yeah, he's relatively cheap. Yeah. Because mono red, you're all, yeah. Yeah, four, yeah, four mana. It's not not, yeah, it's not bad not at bad. all. Um, who else did I had? I had uh, Ayaria. Ayaria, dude. Ayaria, one of the last <laughs> I legendaries picked, I had on my list. Picked one of hers up too as well. She's here's here's the power creep. Yeah, yeah you think yeah. power creep? Yeah. yeah. Whenever she or another black creature enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life and then gains one life. She costs three black. One. There's a ton of black creatures. Sure. After building, I forgot what I built. I built some. Oh, after building Yeheni. Yeah. At, realizing that there's a lot of black creatures that come into play, bring in little guys, or there's die a lot. Die and come back. Yeah, die and come yep. back. Um, and then sacrifice a black creature and draw a card. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking simple. Yeah, I don't know if I... Tap I sack. Tap sack, sorry. Yes, yeah. tap sack. She's a 2-3, cost 3 black. <laughs> she's elf, elf noble. Elf noble. She's no, fancy. I think she's cool. I don't know... I don't know if I run her as my commander, though. No. No, she's good in the 99. She's, yeah. But she's she, really good. She's good in the 99... Um, Especially because we're in this, like, with the last couple of sets of Magic, it's every set has had so many good black mm-hmm. commanders. All the time. It's it's insane. It's like, almost with, like the creators like black a lot or something. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it I mean, happens. it started with Yawgmoth, yeah. and then it was his son, yeah. and then it was... Uh, <laughs> who's the other guy? Um, the, whenever you lose life, draw a card. 
Oh, the oh, that demon. I don't know his name. Yeah. Villas. Yeah. Is it Villas? Yeah, Villas, the the blood. Yeah, he's like broker or something like that. He's like five black, black, black. Whenever you lose life, draw or loot, draw that many cards. Of blood, yeah. yeah, yeah. One black, pay two life. Target creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. Yeah. That art sick. Just he's like got yeah. a nice beard. So many. There's so many like legendary black creatures that it's yeah. just like everyone's like when they when they saw Ayaria, they're like, well, I guess. And everyone's like, no, you don't. You don't run her as a commander. You just put her in because yeah. it's just not that you can't. I think she'd make a fine commander. Yeah. Um, just a different. It's a different deck. Yeah. Um, fun, funny side note. He's. I don't know if he's on any of your list, but uh, Chadwick. Oh, or Gadwick. Whatever. <laughs> Gadwick, whatever yeah. his dumbass name is. He's terrible. Um, I. I think he's okay. I don't think he's terrible. Like that. That bad. He. He'd make. He's kind of a tempo-y deck with a bunch of cheap spells. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, not playing him for a while. The reason I wanted to point him out, um, as printed with the rules, this card doesn't work. When doesn't matter how much you pay for X when he comes into play, you don't draw any cards. Because what, once he's in play, he can't remember what you paid for his mana cost. Didn't they change that? They though? they did. They they, they updated <laughs> they the rule specifically for him. Oh my god! I don't know if it was intentional, and they were looking to change that rule. It's why, like on a Hydra, it'll say as it enters the battlefield, yeah. or it enters the battlefield with, oh. or when you cast. A lot of that kind of stuff is on cast. So because he was ETB draw cards based on his mana cost he won't like, remember that it's kind of like that uh it was kind of like that little hiccup that they had with uh <laughs> what's her face from uh, from samut in war of the spark all creatures you control have haste and oh, then i'll uh, make you feel dumb are you ready because well, it's on there twice because her ability gives him haste and yeah, she gives him haste yeah do you know why uh, sure, make me feel dumb. It's so when you remove the last counter from her to use her ability, the creature still has haste. Oh, it's so when you use her that last time okay. and she dies, that makes it's, sense. It's the same for Jace. It's why Jace's ultimate says you win the game if there's no cards in your deck. Right. It's so when you ultimate Jace and that's all of his counters and he dies, gotcha. you still win the game. Oh, okay. Okay. It doesn't make me feel dumb. It's just something that I didn't think <laughs> yeah. of because it, it's I I, I don't this, play her in commander. Yeah. I brought up the same thing the first time I saw it, and then I it, it dawned on me. I was like, oh, it's yeah, yeah because when you so minus it works. Her, yeah, when you minus her the last mm-hmm. time, that makes sense. Who is Chadwick? Basically, what's the what's the Gadwick? The story analog? No, but it well, like what's the fairy he's tale? Like Merlin, he's Merlin. That makes sense. But who? He's a wizard. Um. There's a blue a mono blue card that's that's basically his ability. Oh, he's a blue sun zenith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. Except for he doesn't shuffle back into your deck because he goes <laughs> your commands up. Yeah. I like him. I don't hate him actually. Yeah, he's not bad. I pulled a foil one. How about the queen getting no love? Uh, oh, I I I just don't think. She, I mean, she's fine in commander. Yeah. But I'm not building she's, white weenie that often. Right. Um, I think she'll be absurd in standard. That, yeah. yeah. If we if we want to talk, okay. If we want to, let's we'll take, take away. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. take a standard break. Think about this. I go turn one, uh, whatever one drop, and I think there's. I think I can play. Uh, what is it? Healer's Hawk. Okay. One mana, one one flying lifelink. So, okay. so let's go turn one Healer's Hawk. Yep. Turn two, a Johnny's Pride Mate. Oh. Okay. Swing with my Healer's Hawk. A Johnny's Pride Mate to three three. Yep. Turn three, I drop her. Swing with the Pride Mate and the Hawk. I gain two, one life twice because she is. An instance of life gain for each creature. Right. It's not for each. You gain X life ah, equal okay. to the number of those creatures. Cool. So now I'm attacking with a five five Ajani's Pride Mate on turn three. Yep. With my one one flyer, and then turn four, I'll play the newest Ajani, 
and minus and make a token of Johnny's pride mate and then swing oh, with right, my token. and then swing with my three white creatures now I've got like a 10 10 pride mate and like a 5 5 pride mate on turn 4 and a 3 3 with vigilance. and I've got a 3 3 with vigilance a 1 1 flying lifelink like and then not to mention every time that the healer's hawk hits in I get another counter so I think I think there's a real possibility of like a busted like white weenie deck you think okay. they'd run two or three of her her I, three three I might I might run all four just because she's so, she'd be so important if you're building right. around a John, yeah, like okay. that a Johnny's pride mate that makes yeah. sense okay because yeah you essentially get eight copies of a Johnny's pride gotcha. mate because you're playing a Johnny commander I yeah she, I don't know she, if you're building a white she's, if you have a white mono white yeah weenie she's dang, fine she's fine but I don't think she's the commander no but but she, she I could see her being useful in certain decks yeah yeah. yeah. Um, and all the right. last of the the legendaries since we oh, I have one basically. more after that you have you, one more after yeah, this yeah, yeah. well do let's let's do this this one because yeah, I'm yeah. guessing yours is spicier uh, I was a fan of, I'm a fan of Grum Gully what color is he uh, it's well it's he's an uncommon co- he's, he's uncommon green and red, red yeah so one green one red one generic uh, for oh, a three yeah, three yeah, goblin this shaman <laughs> yeah um, each other non human creature you controls enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter right yeah. um, it's fun. Just a you can go aggro, I think. Like you can play oh, yeah. a green red goblin deck, like leaning on red, yeah, and just putting a counter on everybody. Um, there's a ton of stuff. It's a fun with artwork. Anything with persist gets really good. Yeah. Um, and then also there there's a to take another detour away from EDH. There's a, a pretty cool looking modern deck right now. It's a goblin deck. Okay. And you're looking to sack your madcap. Uh, what is it called? Murderous Red Cap. There we oh, go. Okay, gotcha. You're looking to sack your Murderous Red Cap to uh, the Goblin Prospect, the Skirk Prospector that makes mana. Sure. So you'll sack it. It'll persist. Get a counter. Uh, it'll lose the minus one, minus one counter and the plus one, plus one counter. Gotcha. And so you just infinitely just mow your opponent down. Oh, wow. That's the win con. But other than that, it's like a, a decent just Goblin deck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that one, that one looks really cool. Yeah, that's fun. Cool. And then you had one more oh, legendary. Yeah, yeah, I think you Uh-oh. already know. Is it Questing Beast again? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really like Questing Beast. Or is it? Uh, Where's she at? Ooh, oh, it's she. A she. Oh, uh, yep. Emery. 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 I think Emery. Emery. Yeah. Lurker of the Lock. It's uh, a- one. One blue, two colorless legendary merfolk wizard. Uh, this spell costs one less for each artifact you control. Fuck. Uh, when Amiri enters the battlefield, put the top four cards of your library into your graveyard. Tapper, choose target artifact in your graveyard. You may cast that card this turn. Mono blue artifact. <sighs> I think she's good. Are you she's thinking her, as a commander, you're thinking? Well, <laughs> one, she's great in a 99. Yeah, she's, Regardless, she's seeing a ton she, of play. She, yeah, she's great in 99. I assume that she's going to be great in limited, too, if someone she's, maybe in a modern deck. She's really she's already making moves in modern. That makes sense. So the, the Because she costs one. Well, the modern it's the modern Wurza deck, the Urza, like, War of Invention deck. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're running her. It was funny. I, I saw a tweet. Someone tweeted at Luis Scott Vargas. Sure. Um, if, if you don't know, listeners, I don't, yeah. he's an amazing magic player. I, he's probably one of the best magic players to ever live, cool. I think. LSV. Um, LSV. And they asked him. They tweeted. They said, hey, Emery's looking pretty good in this deck. I'm up to two Mox Ambers because I think Mox Amber is good with her. Yeah, like, do you legendary. think that's good? And LSV responded back. He said, well, I'm up to four box ambers in my version. So 
it's probably good enough. Um, yeah, she looks absurd in that deck. Yeah. She, um, as the commander, she's, uh, she's okay. I like that. I like it's that. It's recursion. She, I like that she dodges commander attacks. Yeah. Yeah. If you've she's, got enough artifacts. Yes, she does dodge commander attacks. So there's that. The artwork's very pretty. Oh, it's a She's got it's some black cool lotuses around her. I don't she know, does. She does have black lotuses, which is cool. That's pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about that. Yeah. That that's what those were. Yeah, she's got black lotuses all around her. She's yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I don't personally have I don't I don't know what it is with me and artifacts. I just I don't, You don't like them? I love artifacts. Okay. Yeah. I just building an artifact deck, I just feel like it's too weird. much of a uh, like it's almost too easy. Yeah, yeah. Because they're I mean, so there's, simple. There's just a list of cards that you should have in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every no, single time. I, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. can it's see like that. If you're Especially with blue. You have to build. Especially when you throw blue in there, yeah. like a Memnark deck. Yeah. Get out oh, of here. Oh, Once yeah. I see a Memnark, I'm like, oh, okay. You know what's coming. You could guess just, all all sixty three cards or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know exactly what's happening. Exactly. But but another side note from EDH, uh, Black Lance Paragon. Oh, that guy's cool. That's fucking sick for yeah. limited. That's oh, he's nasty. absurd. He was really good in limited. Um, yeah, I played in a pre-release and didn't lose a single game. Uh, <laughs> I had, I had just a gross black green deck. Wicked Wolf. He feels like cheating when you when you resolve him. Um, and then and then yeah, this black lance. So this black lance guy, he's a two mana. He's black, a black and another yeah. for a three one knight, and he's got flash. And when he comes into play, target knight gains death touch and lifelink until end of turn. And yep. so he, mostly he was a he just would ambush a creature right. um, and just kill something. And then Wicked Wolf, uh, he fights something. When he's a four mana, three, three, green, green, uh, two other for a three, three that fights something when he comes into play. But then you can sack a food to put a count, plus one, plus one counter on him and make him indestructible until end of turn. Like sort of new, new regeneration. So you have to tap him. You have to tap. Well, you don't. It's not like a tap ability, but it taps him to do this. Yeah, yeah. This is this is their answer to regeneration. Um, there have been a few creatures that you do something and then they gain indestructible and tap, which regeneration tapped you when you got destroyed. Right. Okay. So I think that's their way of like paying homage. But yeah, every time I resolved Wicked Wolf, yeah. I felt like cheating. And then <laughs> if you've got extra food laying around, he's just extremely hard to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so the the that that pre release was. Kind of a cakewalk. It felt it felt like I was invincible. My deck was pretty good, and you won a lot of packs. I did. I did. I won eight, like eight boosters or something. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Return my, of the Wild Speaker is a good card. Yeah, Return of the Wild Speaker is great. So I, wanna, I have one last legendary. Oh, oh another, Jordy's oh, got a Jordy's legendary. got one. He was sandbagging for us. Sorry, motherfucker. Son of a Sorry, bitch. I forgot. Sounds like AJ when we play him. <laughs> no, I'm, <just> <laughs> uh, I'm not arguing. Sir Conrad the Grim. Yeah, I was wondering uh, if we were going to get to him. He's he's naughty. He's oh, naughty. Man. <laughs> there he is. He's like out of the all Grimm. of the, out of all the sirs, he's the one that I was like, okay, the blue yep. one's not bad. He's a little expensive, but you know, uh, we'll see. man, no. he. He's this is another card I had in my sealed pool. It felt like cheating whenever he was on the battlefield. <laughs> He's he's uh, three in black black legendary creature human knight five four. Uh, whenever another creature dies or a creature is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield, or a creature leaves your graveyard, <laughs> Sir Conrad the Grim deals one damage to each opponent. One in a, and then he has one in a black. Each opponent puts the top card of their library into the graveyard. Each player, so each even, player, even sorry. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Where I saw this guy, <laughs> where I saw people say this guy was good. 
Um, you run them in a deck with any, you know, any of the, I think there's three different black cards you can play any number of copies of, right? Sure. So yeah. you play, you know, 40 Relentless Rats, right? And then you, you play... Or a sh- uh, Shadow Or Apostles, Apostles yeah. or the other rat. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It literally doesn't matter because what you do is you get one in your graveyard and then you cast Secret Salvage and put like 30 or 40 copies in your hand and then pass turn and, and you just discard them all and dome everybody for like 30. <laughs> and then you just Tormod's Crypt yourself or Bajookabog yourself and that's another 30 damage. Oh, oh my goodness. So, Nihil Spellbomb. Yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is all, most of this is stuff you want to run anyway, like yeah, Graveyard yeah, Hate. Stuff, like, yeah. So, or there's staples. Yeah. So, there's like the combo ish deck where you're doing something like that. That's it, really, like that. any deck that's running a lot of creatures and you can reliably like mill your whole deck. Yeah. Which, frankly, any gauge is not hard to mill yourself. To no. just mill yeah. your whole deck in one yeah. go, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, because, and then even if you want to go casual, like yeah, think about it, you're just, just like buried alive, dome, dome everyone for three. Yeah. Well, the other thing is you just put them in, um, and you have, and you run recursion in exactly. the deck and you just, yeah. any like death trigger or like yeah. creature dying, like you just, <laughs> you just have them out there and you go, okay, we're all like board wipe. So yeah, like, the, so right. yeah, this deck, this guy seems, seems fun because he's like right between a, a grindy deck. He, he probably builds makes a deck that can be extremely grindy and go yeah. into the long game yeah. or can win extr- threaten to win extremely fast. Basically, however fast you can cast him. Eleanor is cool. Sir Eleonora, the blue one. She's cool. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. equal in, her power is equal to the number of cards mm-hmm. in your hand. You draw a card when she enters, which you can run flicker effects in blue, which is good. True. I just don't think she's good enough. Yeah. No, she's not good enough, yeah. but she's fun. Like yeah. she's not for she's definitely not good for Yeah. That's, that's how what, I felt about the, the kind of the uncommon night how do you feel cycle. About this guy. Is he good for Sir Farron? Yeah. Oh, he he's great. He was great and I had him in my, my sealed pool as well. He was oh, okay, cool. he was fine. That's why I figured. I figured he was good in uh in limited, yeah. In limited, but Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh jeez. Those are the legendaries. Shame. Um cool. Um, oh, we missed the legendary technically. Did we? Oh, who'd we miss? I mean, unless you have artifacts on there. Who's well go, well, go for it. Yeah. Legendary. I was talking just legendary creatures. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. mean... Oh, okay. I've got this other stuff well, Let's here. talk about Magic Mirror. Sure. Fuck me. <laughs> Magic Mirror. So good. Three blue. Six colorless. This spell costs one less for each instant or sorcery in your graveyard. You, uh, you have no maximum hand size. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a knowledge counter on the Magic Mirror. Then draw a card for each knowledge counter on Magic Mirror. First off, slaver. Win. Oh, yeah. Magic oh yeah, it Great. like it like gives you what you want, yeah. but not what you need. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what? Realistically, are you trying to cast this on turn five? Yeah, that's pretty good for sure. That's not especially bad. playing like in a Talran deck. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh yeah. Good night. See you later. Yeah, this is this is you definitely a, a one eighty seven artifact. Do yeah. you put it in um uh uh? Do you put it in Locust God? Uh, it depends how competitive your Locust God deck is. Actually, it's kind of expensive for Locust God. I, honestly, I might though because it depends how many cheap, how many cantrips you're running in your Locust God deck, right? Yeah. Right. Am I running? Am I running like well, that's preordained ponder brains? Am I running all of that stuff? And then am I also running things like spell pierce, like cheap counters too? Am I running days? Right. If I'm running that kind of, if I'm running days in my deck, I'm probably running this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I like this card. I think it, I think it looks it's, good. Yeah, I think it's good. AJ, um, 
we, can we, move we on. just moving on. Yeah, we're into the other legendaries. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, we can just talk about these since we're right here. So then, uh, so this is a cycle. Um, basically, they're huge, splashy legendary artifacts that can all get cheaper to cast if you're playing the right stuff. So that one was instants and sorceries. Um, I'll go go to the left here. Um, the circle of loyalty. I, I was a big fan of this one. So four and two white uh, cost one less for each knight you control. Um, creatures you control get plus one plus one. And then whenever you cast a legendary spell, you make a 2-2 two, two white knight token with vigilance. And okay. then you can also pay four and tap to just make one of those knight tokens with vigilance. I'm a big fan of the flavor. Uh, I think it's probably best for limited. Really? I actually I actually think I, I think we've got a really viable knight tribal deck now. You do? Oh, for commander? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Um, I who I, would the general be more fun? Uh, a yard. Mm, just stick to the more fun. No. Thing? You, What's the black white? No. Knight? You know what I would do to be honest? Um, it would be Queen Marchesa. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Isn't that sad that you just said <laughs> Queen Marchesa, even though they just built a brawl deck with a legendary <laughs> knight? I I don't think. But I don't, it's equipment. Yeah. It's I, I'm not sure. a fan of the equipment shtick. Um. But yeah, I was I was looking at it, and I think Mardu obviously is 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 the best color combination. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially after they printed that land. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good land. Um, Doesn't even come to play tap. No. Fuck off. Um, but so yeah, good. so I like, I, I like, I really like this card for a knight tribal deck. Um, honestly, if you're if your deck, even if you're running like a legendary deck, I would run this. Getting a two two token for every legendary spell is not bad. Yeah. And I would pay I would pay five or six mana for that spell if if I was like this might be good in a in a Sisse deck. Oh right. You man. End, you end a turn, tutor it out, and then the next turn you cast three or four spells right. and oh. Sisse decks died though. Captain Sisse? Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Well the the, the whatever the, the new the, the newer com- one. Oh, the five color the one. Five color one, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I agree with that. But yeah, so I, I, I see it seeing play there. And then, yeah, I think knights are extremely viable now. I mean, you've got Ariel, the knight of yeah. one grace. Yeah, if you want to go if you want to go something more direct. Oh, yeah, yeah, the rest of them. Uh, my favorite out of the legendary artifacts is the Cauldron of Eternity. Yeah, you like that one? I do. Read it off. Uh, so it costs 10 black black. Little, little, little pricey there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but it's <laughs> it costs Keep two reading. less for each creature card in your graveyard. Okay, cool. Uh, whenever a creature you control dies, put it on the bottom of its owner's library. Great. Uh, and then for two black, and then tap pay two life. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. Grenzo, right? That's where I see this, right? Dun- oh, Grenzo, Grenzo Dungeon yeah. Warden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and with Sir, what's his face? Oh, yeah, yeah, Sir Conrad. Sir Conrad. Yeah. Does it scroll back up? Does that creature ever actually hit your graveyard? No. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It, when it it's dies. not a replacement yeah. effect, so it touches your graveyard and then and leaves. So with Sir Conrad, what would happen is Double it would die. Yeah, it would be two, Trigger two twice. triggers. That's pretty cool. Fuck. They thought about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think oh, yeah. I think this card is I think this card's good. Yeah. It doesn't go in every it's not like the Great Henge where it goes in every green deck or True. every black deck in this case, but yeah. the this this is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good ability. It's great. I mean if you if you have a lot of like creatures that you you want to come back, you just it's gonna be good in a, right. a Marin deck. Yeah. The only thing I worry about is that 
that static ability. And whenever a creature you control dies, goes on the bottom. So this is this is good after you've got a bunch of stuff in your graveyard. Yeah. yeah. So that's true. That's why that's why it screams Grenzo to me because at some point then it, at some point in the game it's going to be a two black mana it, basically enchantment that yeah. just says whenever your creature dies Grenzo can just get it back. Yep. So. True. All Ember. right. You want to take the last one? Yeah, I'll take the Ember Cleave. This might be my favorite of the cycle, actually. <laughs> Four, uh, two red. It's an equipment with flash, which is rare for black. I mean, rare for red, flash. Uh, rare for equipment. Rare for equipment, too, yeah. Uh, this spell costs one less for each attacking creature you control. Cool. Whenever Ember Cleave enters the battlefield, attach it to target creature you control, and then equip uh, equipped creature gets plus one and has double strike and trample. Equip for three. That's great. See, a lot of the a lot of the complaints about this card I heard is that well, it's it's a card that wants you to go wide and tall at the same time, and I I don't know that no. I agree with that. No, you only need four creatures attacking to make it as cheap as it can be. But even if I'm attacking with two creatures, right, Nicole, I'd yeah. pay four. four for this effect. Right, that's to a give double it strike plus one, plus one, double strike, to, and yeah, trample. especially with that Greven. Yeah, with Greven. oh yeah, that was just oh, yeah. printed. That'd be good too. That'd be bu- but yeah, just ambush you after blocks. Like, yeah. get it. <laughs> like, it. sorry about it. Yeah, and that's good. Like, th- yeah, think about it. you attack with two five fives. Right, they block one of them. The other one's getting in for twelve. Right, yep. and in Yikes. a and in a night deck with all this night love going mm-hmm. on, that's good. Right. Yeah, I'm here for it. All right, where, dude. Where, your list is so fucking long. We, it's awesome. Um, Where are we going? Uh, all right. Well, here we can move to the next section. I have so I I wanted to talk about several cards just because of their flavor. Flavor. So yeah, sure. I think I think that's where this card sits. So the first thing I want to talk about um, this card. This card is terrible. This is awful, and this card is going to ruin my. Uh, this is going to ruin most of my commander decks. <laughs> um, so this is pretty pretty. Uh, Exemplary of, of what this set's going to do to me, baked into a pie. Oh, I love this card. So the reason <laughs> I want to bring up baked into a pie um, is because it's not great. It's no. not a good card. I mean, no. it's a good card. It's a common two black, black, instant, destroy target creature, make a food token. Sure. Real simple. It's not good. But you know what this card is going to do is make me put strictly worse cards in my deck because of the name and flavor of the card. Yeah. So like I'm going to run this in black decks over something like Heroes Downfall. Weird. Because then I can say I want to bake that into a pie. Yeah. Oh, I'm you know, take your questing beast and it, bake it, it into bake a it pie. into a pie. Like that's so, fair. So there's so there's a few. There's that card. Yep. There's didn't say please, which I, is just like a bad counter spell. Didn't say please is, is, is in my right list. there. Uh. Didn't say please. <laughs> it's in my so list. Like, yeah. And those are just the two that come to mind immediately. But I know there's more. Like Crystal Slipper. There's another one. A card that under normal circumstances I'd probably ignore. Yeah, it's just not good enough. It's a it's an equipment that gives your creature plus one plus zero in haste, but it requires red mana. It's it doesn't do anything else like yeah. just run the just run boots. Like why not? Yeah, but I'm gonna run this because it's a fucking crystal slipper. Yeah, I'm putting right. the crystal slipper and it's on. got be- like Beauty and the Beast flavor text right. like, or Cinderella flavor text. Like right. So there, there's a lot of cards Put a that I'm gonna slipper on your uh, freaking Krenko. Exactly. <laughs> like so, so that's like the one bad thing about this set is it's gonna cause me to play a lot of bad cards just because bacon, <laughs> bacon to a pie was 
I think one of the first cards I saw from the yeah. set, and I went. It was one of the yeah. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good set. <laughs> Forbidden fruit's really good. Forbidden for for, for, for uh, boating. Sorry, fruit? for boating fruit. Okay. That's really good. It's no, like, yeah, that's a cool, cool, yeah, cool yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. It's like a kind of like a read the bones X esque. So yeah, for for boating, are you go ahead? Yeah, for boating, uh, two colorless, one black. Target player draws a card and loses two life, but it has adamant. If uh, if at least three black mana was spent on this card, so amount of black players out there, uh, create a food token. So yeah. you're essentially you're netting one life mm-hmm. for three, and you're drawing two cards. That uh, that extremely grindy final round of the pre-release I was telling you guys about sure. before this. Uh, I was holding two foreboding fruit in my hand for a lot of that game three yeah. and got him down to five life several times because wow. it's target player. So I could have oh, just turned shit. six mana sideways and made him lose the game. <laughs> oh, that makes But I sense. never quite got him low enough. Right. <laughs> well, because, oh, you create the food token. Yeah. They, the target doesn't, the target player yeah. doesn't. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that was, that was a fun line that I almost got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fairy godmother. Which oh the guide mother. Fairy guide mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Um her her the best thing she does in limited is she'll knock off uh locked in the tower. The like pacifism of this set. Oh yeah. It's yeah. pacifism but can't uh enchant something with flying essentially. Gotcha. And so if you give your creature flying the the enchantment falls off. Oh nice. Um, so that's where she's cool. What yeah. other flavor stuff you got? Um, so then other flavor stuff. I've got Once Upon a Time. Oh. Obviously, I think it's a, a great card. Uh, so two mana, one at a green. You look at the top. Is it top five or four cards? Here, we'll get it up on screen here in a second. But you look at Wait, some number of cards off green? the top of your oh. library. Yeah, green rare. Oh, so I think you have to go up. Um, down. Right there. Oh. Um, so yeah, uh, so look oh, at the yeah, top yeah. five cards of your library. You can get a creature or land, put it in your hand, rest on the bottom random order. And it's an instant, which I think I think just being an instant, the two mana, what it does as an instant, I think is pretty good already for, for like standard. Yeah. yeah. And then if it's the first spell you've cast, you can cast it for free. Ha, ah, that's cute, right? Once upon a time. It's yeah. the first thing you do. Um Right. That's great. But yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I I would I would I would play this in Commander, but the, the just the flavor is just so good. Yeah. So and the artwork's sick. Oh, yeah. Great art. It's good art. Um, What else for flavor? Uh, one of the other ones, I think it's right below or right above, Lovestruck Thanks. Beast. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, oh. super flavorful. So yep. Lovestruck Beast, here, you want to? Yeah, so Lovestruck Beast is two and a green. Um, it's an adventure card, which we haven't talked we haven't about yet. We haven't got onto yet. Oh. But, uh, so <laughs> the first is okay. Heart's Desire. So it's green, sorcery, adventure. Uh, create a 1-1 create a one, one white human creature token. And then, uh, do, do we want to explain adventure now? Yeah, why don't we do that? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take this. Yeah, you're so, a judge. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this set has a new mechanic that I, I actually really like and is, I, I, I think, I think, really I think good every, for gameplay. Yeah, it's I think a everybody's re, good. It's like cycling, right? Like it's, it's like one of those. Yeah, but you get it back. No, I, you I get don't, the other side. No, I don't mean it's exactly cycling. Right. I mean, it's like, it's like something like cycling where yeah, it's yeah. like, this makes the game better like this makes the game yeah. flow better yeah um so basically adventures are creatures that have a spell stapled onto them um and the flavor here is that the spell represents an event an adventure you send your creature on and then later they can come back so in this case you pay one mana for a sorcery called heart's desire that says you get a one one 
white human creature token. So when you do that, you exile the card, and then you can cast the creature side from exile, essentially like bringing it back from its adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the cards kind of follow this sort of play pattern where I pay a mana to get a 1-1, one, one, and then Lovestruck Beast is a three mana five five that can't attack unless I control a one one creature, which is so, Bell. Which is Bell. So it's cute. It's super flavorful. The art on it's the showcase great. version I think is outstanding. Absolutely. Um, among I think among the best art in the set, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, adventures are pretty cool, uh, and I think Lovestruck Beast is one of the one of the more flavorful ones. Yeah. Do we want to do, do we want to take a detour and talk about adventures right now or yeah absolutely yeah. so i had a couple that i was excited about obviously murderous rider yeah murderous um, is, the big, is the big one everyone's talking about it's 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 a great card. well yeah all they did all they did was was take hero's downfall which was a standard all-star it still sees playing commander still sees play everywhere yep and stapled a creature to it yep and then made it better. Yeah, right. Well, right, and the creature has lifelink, so yeah. you're already, already so, getting that two life back if you get to attack right. with it, which in Commander, no one's going to waste a kill spell on murder on, on your two, three lifelinks. So you're automatically going to get that two life back, and then when it dies, put it at the bottom of its owner's library, so you're... That, I would say, is a drawback, actually. That's a drawback. That's that's to keep you from, like, sacking and bouncing it and recasting right. Swift End. So, yes, yeah, so the spell part is called Swift End, one black, black, instant, destroy target creature, planeswalker, you lose two life. Yep. Great card. Great. I, then, like, I, I'm, I think I'm going to play Murderous Rider in decks as a kill spell yeah. that just happens to give me a creature after. Yeah. yeah. And so then the creature side is three mana, same, one in black, black for a two, three life link. And then when it dies, you tuck it on the bottom. Yeah, you just yeah. you just have a chump blocker for your two mm-hmm. life that you already paid. You put it in anything that you want, like sack fodder. Mm-hmm. You just go, okay, well, I have this kill spell. And I then... really want to bounce him back to my hand. Well, and then there's another also <laughs> going back to what's his face, uh, Sir Sir Conrad. Conrad. Sir oh, Conrad. True. That's yeah. two triggers again. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. went all in on that guy. Yep. Jesus. And then I've got so then for other I only have I only have a handful of I like adventures. the realm I like the realm cloak realm cloak giant yeah yep. that's a good one uh, it's uh five uh five and two white for a seven seven vigilance but its adventure cost is three and two white for sorcery destroy all non giant creatures not a lot of people are playing giants in EDH no so anywhere really yeah so that's a good just so a this, good board wipe yeah this thing would be wipe. this thing would be fine in EDH I think this thing is a menace in standard or has the potential to be mm-hmm. so if you think about I go five mana wrath I'm playing maybe I'm playing like blue white control maybe esper control sure I wrath the board with this guy yeah then I cast him right eventually and then it comes time I need to wipe the board again I can play time wipe and bounce this guy to my hand and wrath the rest of the board. Now I've just bounced my wrath back to my hand. Right. So you can just keep going in circles as long as you've got the mana. Yeah. Um, it may be a little win more. That may be the point. Like the point where you're casting your seven mana seven seven may may be the point where you're already winning the game. So right. that may not be what you do, but it's an interesting loop if it's necessary. Right. And you also. Once that loop is finished and you kind of drain your opponent out, mm-hmm. you have a seven-seven with vigilance. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Is you just you just it, it's the whole control thing, right? You're yeah. trading cards for cards until they don't have any more, and you do. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, I like Realm Cloak Giant. Yeah, and the art is very nice. How it's like the ground coming oh, yeah, up yeah, to yeah. his shoulders as mm-hmm. his cape. Uh, the art for this set is just oh yeah, <laughs> knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um. The other the other uh, adventure that I liked Beanstalk Giant. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's he's real cool. So he's a seven mana creature, green and six other. Um, star, star, power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control. And then his adventure is two and a green, search for a basic land, put it into play. Yep. That's it. Yep. Untapped. Um, and so I, a, a lot of people play a three mana, go get a three mana rampant growth. There's already, oh, yeah. what is Untamed Wilds? Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's several cards that are basically a three mana rampant growth, yep. and you just get it untapped. That's why it costs three mana. Right. I would just play this because then I've got just a huge creature I can play late game if yeah. I need it. Yeah. And you could play Fertile Footsteps, the adventure part. You could play that turn three, and then you could just leave the giant exiled for however long 12, 13, 14 turns. Wait for that board yeah. wipe to come in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, board wipe. Okay. Well, I guess. So that's I'm why I like passes. him. Um, this and is a fun artwork. Animating, yeah. animating fairy. Yeah. That so one's pretty cool. Good. Yeah. The yeah, and I'll just read it off just because we're talking about it. But I, I just saw it and it's kind of funny. Uh, but uh, animating fairy, uh, two and blue for a two two with flying, and then uh, it's bring to life adventure is two and a blue target non creature artifact you control becomes a zero zero artifact creature. Put four plus one plus one counters on it. My, it's just a fun artwork. My favorite interact because there's a few cards that do this that sure, turn yeah, an yeah. artifact into a four four. Oh yeah, that's in one of the commu- um, one of the brawl decks. Yeah, there's there. It's like a theme of the set. It's like the blue white theme yeah. is making making your furniture and shit dance around the whole yeah. Beauty and the Beast yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the fun interactions of that is any of those cards making your weapons rack into a creature because weapon rack already just comes with three plus one plus one counters. Hmm? Can you go to that card? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Mad oh no! Have you not seen this card before? I I just didn't realize that was its name. Its name. Sorry. So Mad Ratter is pretty cool. Mad Ratter is one of the when you draw your second card cards. So there's a four mana one two, which is terrible. Oh yeah. But oh. when you draw your second card, you make two one one black rat tokens. Um, I think That's he's hilarious. I think he's pretty good. He's good. He's decent and limited. I think. Um, and then if you scroll back down, up yeah. up up up, uh, right there. Keep going. Uh, the last adventure card that I see like ED- real EDH value in is Imbreth Shieldbreaker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The one mana destroy target artifact is the is the adventure, and then it's just a, a red and another for a two one. But the, but like I'm pl- I might be playing just a one mana destroy target artifact spell, right? And yeah. then having a creature stapled onto it if I need it. Yeah, that's, if you need a, if depending you need on the jump. deck you're playing, depending on the deck they're playing. Yeah, that's so, my favorite thing about adventure yeah. is like. You just can. It, it, a lot of the adventure abilities are something that you need you in every deck. Probably want anyway, yeah. And then there's. It's just like, oh, I guess I have mana, and I this is a good situation. Let's d- cast won't a creature. Hurt to have a two one right now, yeah. I'm a big fan of Brazen Borrower. The, you like Brazen Borrower? I I like the Petty Theft. Yeah, its adventure cost is return target non land permanent to its owners. It's like a boomerang. Yeah, it's a boomerang, but it's. I like that you get a creature attached yeah. attached to your boomerang. Yeah. yeah, this one I don't I don't think I'll I don't think I'll play it. In I EDH won't play at it all, in EDH. But I just but like this is a, this is definitely a modern card. Yeah, it's hands good. down. Yeah, it's a good card. Um, I think one of their biggest flavor wins is Piper of the Swarm. 
Oh uh, yeah, that's the story that's, of the Pied Piper. That's definitely on my yeah. on my flavor list. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. He just I like he he single handedly made me want to put the Rill on the Strats deck back together. Yeah, my buddy yeah. my buddy Michael has a, a what's the is it what's his name Bo- Marrow Marronar? Yeah, Marronar. He has a Marronar deck, yeah. and he like just took it apart. And I wanted to text him and be like, "You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, just put it back together." Go pick up the Piper. No, of the I love Swarm. this. So Piper of the Swarm is uh, black and another for a one three. Says Rat. It's a human warlock. Which can we talk about warlock really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Warlock uh, and noble. Warlock noble. We've got a lot of really cool new uh, creature types. Yeah. yeah. Warlock is never warlock. There's one creature that was eradicated to yeah, be a warlock. Maybe. Yeah, like there's an old yeah. card that was eradicated to be a warlock, but, yeah. but other than that, warlock's pretty fresh and new. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down. So this guy's a, a two mana, one three war human warlock. Um, he says rats you control have menace. Great. Which I, I like. He's he's making it into my rat themed EDH deck just for that. Yeah, like that's enough. Yeah. Right. Um. Then he's got uh, one and a black tap. Create a one one black rat token. Yep. And then two black black tap. Sack three rats. Gain control of target creature. And in a rad deck, especially if you're especially if you're running Marinara as mm. your general. Oh yeah, you'll make a ton of tokens. Yeah, you're fine. And then uh, he's just the bomb. Like you have your rats, you build up your army, and you're like, oh, here's Piper of the Swarm. Yep. I don't need its other abilities. They all have menace. Peace out. Oh yeah, Game. he he can essentially he essentially is like an overrun in that deck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of drawing your second card, uh, the Inri- oh card. Iron Crag Pyromancer. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty decent. Um, I wouldn't say. For EDH, she's decent. No, For no. limited, she's pretty good. Uh, standard, she's standard. She's seeing play right now. Is she? Yeah. yeah there's a blue red like draw a second card deck. Oh, okay. And so like I'll have two of these in play, and then I'll do the instant speed uh, discard and draw two. Oh, gotcha. I forget what card it's a basic reprint of. Um, but yeah, I do it on your turn, and all of a sudden I'm like nugging things for six. Right. Every turn. Right. Um, no, she can get out of hand. Uh, she's three mana. Oh four. When you draw your second card, deals three damage to any target. Yeah, real straightforward, but real powerful. Yeah, and then we're going to talk about the enchantment of the uh, set. Yeah, it's it's on my list of excitement. Go ahead and read it, buddy. Uh, it's called Mirror Maid. <laughs> it's one blue blue. It's an enchantment. You may have Mirror Maid enter the battlefield as a copy of any artifact or enchantment on the battlefield. Great. Yeah. <laughs> nice it's little just, like. Sort of reprint that we needed. Yeah, yeah. They're making a sculpting steel in blue, but better because it can copy an enchantment. Yeah, yep. It's well, an I think copy. In- I think copy enchantment was getting a little pricey. Yeah. So. Well, I'm- yeah, and you had Estrid's invocation, mm-hmm. but so that's only uh, enchantment only you you control. Oh, true, yeah. true. Right. So yeah, I'm a fan of this card. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's great. All right. Um, another. So another flavorful card. This is the last card on my flavorful list. Even though there was just there's so many every card. In every, this yeah, set. every card. Um, I re- I was a real big fan of Enchanted Carriage. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. Enchanted Carriage is a uncommon five mana vehicle. Um, I believe it's a four four. Um, yeah, four four. And then it ETBs when it comes into play. You get two one one white mouse creature tokens. <laughs> Which okay, um, it couldn't be rats, but well, right. no, they're mice because they were mice. And <laughs> yeah. so this is obviously Cinderella's carriage. It's a big pumpkin shaped carriage. The art is amazing. Um, and then of course its crew cost is two, um, <laughs> so that you can use your two mice to crew it. Yep. Um, it's not a particularly good card. I, I don't even know that it's amazing and limited. I think it's okay. I think it's good and limited probably, but. 
just absurdly flavorful. Yeah. I was a big fan of the spinning wheel. Spinning wheel is cool. Tap the the flavor of tapping a creature. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it costs five. You're probably not going to use it that often, but you do. Uh, sorry, spinning wheel three uh, three colorless because it's an artifact. Um, and add one mana of any color. So one, you get a rock, which is cool. Yeah, it's just, and it's, then, a, it's just a, a standardly costed mana rock. Yeah, and then late game, you can tap tap creatures five. down. Yeah. yeah, tap five to tap creature. Like, if you're all, if you're running manalith in an EDH deck, I would just pull it right out and put this in instead. Oh yeah, you know, like if you're already manalith running can, yeah. one of those bad three <clears throat> mana rocks, right? Put this yeah. in instead. Yeah, because you have utility with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Tap a creature because Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> While we're here, right. well, no, this is. Oh yeah, it is. It is Sleeping. Is it Sleeping Beauty? I think it might be Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, it's Rumpelstiltskin. Because he he gets her to spend to spend the yarn for him, and so it, you're not like putting the creature to sleep. You're you're occupying them on the spending wheel. They have to run the work the spending wheel to spend the the what is it? Spend my something into thread or yeah whatever. Oh, spinning fate for um the duty attic. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Either way, you can guess it's Rumpelstiltskin or Sleeping Beauty. Because what is she pricks her finger she on the spinning her, wheel, right? Yeah, she yeah. pricks her finger. Could be either. On the spinning wheel, because in, see, in I the spinning both. wheel, you can see the needle. The right needle there. Yeah, there's going to be a so needle So either there. way, whichever right. one you want to look at. Yeah. For me, flavor-wise, out of what we're looking at right now, uh, Inquisitive Puppet. <laughs> oh, <Pinocchio>. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Pinocchio. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty it's cool. One, Turns into a real boy. Yeah, it's one colorless. The art is great. Yep. Uh, artifact creature construct. When Inquisitive Puppet enters the battlefield, scry one. Okay, for one. He's, he's searching for something. He wants to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, and then you so exile it, and then you create a one-one white human creature token. It's a good blocker. It's a good chump blocker. Yeah. You can block and then and sa- and sack him or exile him to get a d- another chump blocker. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's it's passable. He's, he's O two. See, so. it's it's shit like this because this card is not very good. Yeah. But I'll probably play this in a deck because it's Pinocchio. Yeah. yeah. He's God, a real this, boy. This set. You gotta I make mean, an adventure deck. I know, man. right? <laughs> just take the king. You don't have to build it like Jordan's building it. Just take the king and make, make an, an adventure, adventure deck. Yeah. All right. We'll have to look at Flavortown. that. Flavortown. Um, I'm a big fan of, <laughs> like, you, this is definitely for standard or limited. Uh, Stone Coil Serpent. Oh, he's so good. Oh my god. Oh, I clicked on him. Huh? The the best part the best part about him for limited, um, I all of the stories I heard about pre releases. So this guy is X for a zero zero, comes into play with X plus one plus one counters. Pretty standard type of creature. Artifact creature snake. Yep. Um snake. and he has reach, trample, and protection for multicolored. So I heard many a story of people running multicolored creatures into him because they didn't realize he had protection. People running flyers into him because look at that art. Does that thing have reach? I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and so, and then the other thing, which this one is less like, because most of these are like, oh, I just don't know the card, right? Sure. The other yeah. one is trying to use the wrong removal on him. So the removal people you use, the people have access to in the set, um, there's, I think, two or three different cards that are like a turn to frog almost, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Kenrith's transformation like turns it into a frog, right? Yeah. Or no, that's the one that makes it into an elk. Um, you've got Frogify. That's the one that turns yeah, it into Frogify. a frog. Yeah. So p- stories of people putting those kinds of enchantments on this thing, which they get rid of the reach and the trample and everything, but then you're ma- just making it bigger, right? Because it's a zero zero with plus one plus one counters. Yeah. If I turn it into a one one frog, I just made it one bigger. 
Yep. God forbid I put the stupid elk thing on it. Now I've made it a three three with all those plus right, one plus one counters. Right, right, right. So I heard a lot of stories of that that kind of stuff happening. That's gotcha. Yeah, that's a it's a. Um. Oh, one more flavor card that I did not have on my list, but I saw a scroll by out muscle. Where's that? Um. It's a green card. It's the fight card in the set. Um. I think it's right up here. If you keep going up, um. It's four mana, three and a green. Um. Real simple. You. Plus one, plus one counter on target creature. Then that creature fights another creature. And then if you had adamant, so if you spent at least three green mana on it, your creature gets indestructible before it fights. Oh, nice. So it's so it's a great card. It's a German suplex. Um, well, and that's why I wanted on to call ba- attention to this bear. card. It has nothing to do with the actual card. I don't care what this card does. <laughs> this card could be four mana for no text. Uh, the art is a gentleman performing <laughs> a German suplex on a bear. And cracking um, the earth. Uh, yeah, it's so we so so I called this uh bear suplex the entire pre-release. If I ca- when I cast this, I said I'm gonna bear suplex that guy. <laughs> um so again, this is back on the theme of me playing bad fairly card. bad cards for EDH. Right. Because it's a fucking bear suplex. That's amazing. Um I also had Gilded Goose on my list of flavorful cards. Oh yeah. Gilded Goose. It's- Hold on. Let me. Oh yeah, 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 it's up here. It's a rare. Yeah, gilded goose. Gilded goose is a one green zero two flying bird. It should just say goose instead of bird. <laughs> um, when gilded goose enters the battlefield, create a t- food token. You can tap one and a green and tap it to create a food token, which is great because there's a lot of stuff in this set that mm-hmm. has to deal with food, like your wicked, wicked wolf, the yep. wicked wolf. God, I would have, I would have killed to have a gilded goose in that sealed pool. That would have been absurd. Yeah. Did we ever talk about food? Like, I don't think we did. Oh, food. we're bad at explaining. With the yeah, sorry about that. We'll this. get so back to food. Food's real easy. Food yeah. is kind of like if you if you're familiar with clues or even treasure. Um, food's uh, an artifact token type. Um, not all tokens; it can be on real cards too. Um, but it's an ar- it's a it's a card type, um, and they all have an ability that says pay to tap and sack it to gain three life. So essentially, you're eating the food. Yep. Um, but that's probably the lamest thing you can do with food. Most things in this set let you do other stuff like the gilded goose. Uh, and then the last ability is sacrifice a food, add one mana of any color. So you. But then you lose. You don't get the three life, right? Or do you? No, get, you don't get the three. You life. don't get the three. That's life. fine. You don't care. You're you have a Birds of Paradise in standard. That's fair. Yeah, but you have to pay two to make one. Well, your Birds of Paradise is 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 really that that first time you use it for mana. Yeah, that's really where the value is. Yeah. That's right. so you can get a turn two Oko or a turn okay. two, you know, whatever. That makes sense. I will get to Oko here in a minute. Oh yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, Gilded Goose. Gilded Goose is great. I honestly, I I would play it in EDH because it can make its own food. Yeah. How do you feel about this one, Revenge, Revenge of the Ravens? Revenge of Ravens. I don't. I don't know. So Revenge of the Ravens. It's three and a black enchantment. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, that creature's controller loses one life and gains one life. It's Marchesa's decree minus the monarch. Yes. Well, Mar- I don't think Marchesa's decree had you gain life either, right? It was just they lose life, I believe. Oh yeah, um, lose, yeah. 
I think this is something that you can like sneakily just have on the board, and this, then no one's this, really gonna like think about it well, while this, they're attacking. This card you. is better than it than it looks. I think so. One, I think the life swing is a huge thing. So this nullifies any one power creature. So this protects you against a swarm of one one tokens, yep. right? Automatically because yep. you gain one life for each of them. Yep. Important to note, and I feel like I'm saying this a lot in this set, the templating of this doesn't match the templating they've been doing. So normally this would say like when you're attacked. Yeah. they lose a life. So like, it doesn't matter how many things attack you. Yeah. Or they might say, you know, it all happens like at once, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, for each, whenever you get attacked, you they lose X, you gain X, where X is the number of creatures, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think there's a lot to be said that these are all individual triggers. Yep. I don't, off the top of my head, don't know of anything that makes that extremely good, but I think it matters. Um, you know, going back to... I love the art. No, the art is great. It's some yeah. dude getting the shit pecked out of him by some ravens. It's the birds. Um, yeah, it's the birds. Um, <laughs> this card, I can confirm this card is a lot better than it looks in Limited. Um, if you get this down early in Limited and they can't get rid of it, right. their their job is a lot harder. That makes sense. It's, it, but I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a sneak enchantment that you play yeah. in EDH. And yeah, I don't know that I play it in many decks. No. No. I mean... <coughs> It would. It could go in pillow something pillow forty. Yeah, I could see. It, like, I could see it. In go some, ahead and swing like an Orzhov deck. Yeah, like, Orzhov like life gain well, sub sub life gain theme. Well, I think where it really shines um, is something that cares about instances of life gain, right? Yeah. Because yeah. this is something that can result in you gaining oh, one life, like six or seven times Karlov. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't the? Uh, oh, I guess she just the 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 Mardu chick the eight mana one that gets cheaper for the life you gain but that's she gets cheaper so it wouldn't help if it's on their turn yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, i don't uh, i don't can't think of her name oh okay <laughs> um Oops, we'll come back. but yeah she's she's like a kind of the same thing i think it's alicia or something like that something like that since 17 um alicia there we go yeah, so yeah alicia. didn't you just have her built Dude, I'm like him. Me and him. <laughs> that's what. That's what I enjoy about AJ. Is that me and him like can't settle on decks. We just get, like gotta keep flipping through. So yeah, fast. like assholes. Um, and then I also, I don't play a lot. So every time I look at my cards, I'm like, I don't want this deck anymore because yep. I haven't even fucking played it. Yep. Yeah. So I do I'm the like, same thing. Screw it. I'm just gonna take it apart. It's not like I played it at all, and it's not like anybody knew I had it. So peace out. I was a big fan of Forever Young. Oh yeah. Yes. This yeah. this is a very good card. Yes. It's a good card. Get a creature back on top of your deck. Oh, sorry. Forever Young. One black. Put a <laughs> put any number uh put any number of target creature cards from your graveyard to the top of your library. Draw a card. This comes back to I was thinking about it earlier. This comes back to uh Anya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz your madness cards, a lot of the madness cards are creatures. That's true. And so, then you just stack up the top of your deck again. Yeah. And, and it can trips too, so that's good. Exactly. So you're already drawing one of your madness cards, and then hopefully you're smart and you keep your Anya. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you keep your Anya. Because then there's a, a Shadow of the Grave. Yes, to get back everything you've discarded this yeah, turn. Yeah, discarded or cycled. Yeah, that, so that, that's another one of those that competitive Anya. That competitive Anya deck. So we, we were talking about a competitive Anya EDH deck. So she's the three-mana vampire that you can rummage away a card, and if you rummage away a, a madness card, you untap her. And she has haste. And she has haste. Basically, this this extremely competitive EDH deck 
plays every bad madness card that exists mm-hmm. so that you can just machine gun through your deck in yep. one turn. Um, and yeah, Forever Young seems great because a lot of those dorky madness cards are creatures. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the problem that I was running into because I built the Anya deck, I didn't build it as super as competitive as it could be. I would like to. The problem is, is that it's too similar to Zavala. Yeah, that's fair. And it's just not as interactive yeah, as Zavala is. Because Zavala doesn't have madness. It's just I need the cards that I need, mm-hmm. and she draws me to those. But with Anya, yeah, this is another return uh, Shadow of the Grave yeah. effect for her because that's very yeah. important because you you die really. You, you run out of cards really fast yeah. because you're drawing lands. Yeah. And, you know. Although you run like 25 lands because you want to be spicy. <laughs> but then you're drawing non-lands and right. like, they're not always madness cards. But no, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about that for her. It is it is like another Shadow yeah. of the Grave. Yeah, um, Very cool. Um, You've got a lot on your stuff list. I think I have a few things should we Should we start Should we start churning through this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, here. Um, so starting from another... Oh, man. This is going to be really telling. Another card I'm really excited about. Hushbringer. What? What color? Uh, it's white. So Hushbringer's a rare. Hushbringer. She's, I believe, a one-two flyer for one and a white. There it is. Oh, yeah, one-two yeah. flying lifelink for one and a white. Yeah, she goes and then near Marquez. She Marquez. says she's oh, a fairy. Oh yeah. And she says creatures entering the battlefield are dying. Don't cause abilities to trigger. AIDS. Um. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is nasty. This yeah. is a, a great addition to the hate bears. Yeah. Um, as as much as I like stacks, I like hate bears just as much. So I'm really stoked for this card. Yep. And positive note, it's got the creepiest art that they've put on a magic card in a long time. I feel like. Oh, uh, it's quite terrifying. That it art is, is weird. Yeah, it is. There's like fucking two weird. pairs of lips. Yeah. There's, there's lips chapped. going around. There's, there's yeah. There's fairies. lips like floating around her waist. Yep. Oh yeah. And they're like comical, like red, like Rocky Horror Picture Show lips too. Who's an artist? They look a little chapped too. Bastions, mm-hmm. eld. I love the flavor text. Flavor text. Let's begin this conversation again, and this time you will only listen. Ooh, that's that's what that card does. That's, yeah, you're gonna. Hush. Yeah, that card just seems mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because everybody see this is a problem. Yeah, this is the problem. Some people don't want people to have fun. No. And then when you don't some have... Some people want to watch the world burn. I, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's not even burning. That's just like some people just want to watch people you want, sit some, some fester pe- in a cage. So I was going to say, some people want to watch the world do absolutely nothing. Yeah. And it's me. Yeah. You, yeah. I'm, I'm a bad is, person. I know. You're not a bad person. It's just an interesting way to get... A, it's just an interesting part of the game that I you don't need to play removal if their stuff doesn't do anything exactly <laughs> if I turn off your stuff then I don't, have I don't to need to get it. rid of it yeah. oh okay on to something a little more positive I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big fan of charming prince oh yeah Prin- prince charming is pretty solid um so he's a he's you want to you want to take yeah. this one Jordan yeah so he's one in a white he's a two two human noble um, and when Charming Prince enters the battlefield, choose one. So he's modal. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there you go. Hey, I'm, I'm learning. learning I'm learning. Terminology. Uh, he's got choose one. So scry two. Oh, yeah. You gain three life. Exile another target creature you own. Return it to the battlefield under your control. Under your control at the beginning of the next end step. Man, the creature flicker deck is getting real strong lately. I feel like. Oh right? yeah. I don't know what colors it is yet. I don't know if it's we Esper know what it with the kid. Is it, is it five color? No. Do, with the flicker effects? Yeah. Hello. Oh, is it Chulane? It's Chulane. All right. Peace out. Okay. 
I tell you, you're, I you're swear right. to God, if no one builds a Tulane deck in my play group, I'm building him just to show you motherfuckers what he's what is he's, Tulane on cast or he's on, it's on cast. Well, so that's not very good with Charming Prince, though. You're still casting him, drawing a card and playing a land and then bouncing him back to your hand to play him again. Yeah, and then you're scrying so you can get a land back to your All hand right, so you can enough. keep playing him. And then you play a deafening silence that we haven't even gone over yet, even though we went over fucking Tulane. Deafening silence. One. Where is it? This piece of shit card. This is a you card. Yeah, it too. is a me. So I, you don't need to find it. Yeah. I know what it does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is a me card. Deafening a silence card. is a one mana enchantment. It says each player can only cast one non-creature spell each turn. Fucking Boom. AIDS. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's just so stupid. Yeah, it's. They have forsaken their vows. The edict of the circle demands their voices be silenced. Yeah, it's this it's exciting. It's another uh, another rule of law or like arcane it's laboratory. It's a one almost, drop rule of so law good. that makes Chulain's deck way it more powerful. It does make powerful. Chulain a lot better. Yeah, it means it? every deck suck compared yeah, to your yeah. deck. I didn't think this, about that going into like creature heavy decks, like anything really. Yeah, it's stupid. This almost went into my Kenrith deck, <laughs> just to just, just to say a, fuck you. Just as a law, like the king gets upset and he's like, "All right, silence, we're done." So stupid. <laughs> There's a lot of th- that. That was the one thing. The one thing that pissed me off about the whole set was that in Chulane. I was like, one, it's either I build Chulane and just be that asshole or I just let someone else be that asshole and be angry at the asshole. So do I'm it. in this gray period, this gray area where I'm like, I don't want to do either, but I know I'm going to be pissed at, especially at Command Fest. But what? See you all there. Maybe you'll find hey, me. Yo. Maybe you'll find us. Yeah. We're going to go. We'll be Ho- there. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll hopefully. see. I know I'll be there. I'm for sure going there. Um, but hopefully you guys come with me because I want to go with friends. I don't want to be alone. <laughs> if I'm alone, I'm going to cry. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. It's my first nerd fest. So. It's going to be fun. But, I, w- dude, competitive games? Someone's oh, running a Someone's Chulane. running Chulane. Oh, with yeah. Deafening Silence, turn one. Yeah. And then Chulane, turn three, if they get lucky. Yeah. Um, all right, moving along. Go back to what we were looking at because you pointed it out, and I agree with you next to Tony um, Prince, oh, the Midnight Clock. Yeah. yeah, Midnight Clock is pretty cool. So I good. think this is... It's fun. This it's is flavor. up there with... Uh, what was the, the... The Folio? No, not Folio. Oh, okay. Um, the Mirror. The Mirror. Magic Mirror. Magic Mirror. Yeah, this yeah. is up there with Magic Mirror. Yeah, so Midnight Clock... Three mana artifact, blue and two other. Um, it's actually a mana rock. It's got tap, add blue, which I feel like a lot of people overlook. Yeah. Um, and then it's got two and a blue, put an hour counter on midnight clock. And then at the beginning of each upkeep, which I feel like is important, it's not just your upkeeps. So this oh. only takes like four turns. Wow. Um, so each upkeep, you put an hour counter on it. And then when the 12th hour counter is placed on it, you shuffle your hand and graveyard into your library and draw seven cards and then exile midnight clock. So one thing I didn't notice, it's just you. It's not a communal, not, everybody doesn't yeah. time spiral. It's yeah. just you, yep. which is which is great. Um, you know what I really want to do? It's you good know, in a Simic deck. If, you have a, if you're running a Wilderness Reclamation or a... Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, Seedborn Muse. It's yep. good, yeah, it's a good first. You know what I what I want to do more than anything is I want to put that triggered ability on the stack and then flicker the midnight clock. Yeah, because then it won't exiles. get exiled. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. bounce it to my yeah. hand or anything. Yeah, ideally, I'm playing some sort of artifact deck, and I've got something that gives it flash in play, and I can activate that, bounce it to my hand, and recast it before I. Shuffle my hand in and draw seven. You sly devil, you. That's what I want to do. I like this artwork for Oathsworn Knight. 
He's pretty cool. That's a pretty sick artwork. Yeah. Cards okay, but that artwork. Yeah, cards cards pretty good in formats that aren't EDH. I don't I don't see him seeing a lot of play in our format. Yeah. Four four for two. Uh, before four, four three. three, that's good. And he, and he doesn't Sorry, die. I was just, I got sidetracked. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's a lot of color. Yeah, no, he's cool. Yeah, that's a cool. That's um, a cool one. let me see. I what else do we got here? I have, see. Yeah, what do you have, Jordan? Uh, seven dwarves. Okay. Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that a red? I, yeah. Yeah. Where are they? That's pretty funny. I just yeah, seven it. dwarves is pretty cool. So it's a. Uh, is it down? It's down here, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a common. Yeah. It's a common. Oh, cool. I got to talk about that after we're done with the seven. Oh, I forgot all about that one. Huh? Yeah. It's a good there thing. It is. There, there we go. it is. So it's it's one in a red, uh, two, two creature dwarf. Seven dwarfs gets plus one, plus one for each other creature named seven dwarves you control. A deck can have up to seven cards named seven dwarves. You run that in the Tor brand deck. I just love For that. sure, dude. <laughs> You're running that in the Tor brand deck. <laughs> it's just... It's Dwarf a, tribal. The art is great. Yeah, it's pretty it's, fun. It's just a fun, like, flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Aren't there cards that say search? Oh, fuck. I wish there was a green card that's like, search for one card. If you have multiples, get them, get them all. I mean, there, there are some. There's Pack Hunt. And that'll, you target a creature you control and go look for three copies of it. Oh, okay. So, like, that works. There, there's a few cards that make this work. I, I think oh, this is more that? of a meme than anything. Oh, yeah. A meme. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, I forgot to. Uh, one I more. Saw something yeah. about it being really good in an arena. Like, I oh, saw, there's a there's a like fun clip. Yeah, well, there's a fun deck. Uh, what's the? It's the the enchantment. Um, I think it's called Mirror Mat. No, it's not Mirror Match. It's the red enchantment that's recently come out. And whenever one of your creatures ATVs, you flip until you lose a flip and get that many copies of it. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I th- yeah. Mirror March. It's Mirror March is what it's called. Five and a red enchantment. What was it? What set um, was it from? It was in one of the Ravnica ones. I think the first Ravnica the one this year. Guilds. Guilds of Ravnica? I believe so. Um, Mythic it's Rare, just, I think. Just red? Yeah. Um, it's fine. But yeah, the clip Jordan's talking about, I think I saw it this morning. Um, they played a seven dwarves and won like seven flips in a row. So they had like nine. Oh, my God. It was that's it, amazing. Or no, they played one and won six flips, so they had exactly seven dwarves in play. That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. Huh. It might not be in that yeah. set. It doesn't matter. That's what it does. It's six mana enchantment. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. Looks, I like Merchant of the Veil. Vale. Yeah, looks like we missed an adventure. I I, I like this one too. Yeah, it's yeah. an instant. Uh, it's an adventure. Merchant of the Veil vale costs three. And it is a it's a rummager. He's a two three, and then you can tap three uh, two and a red to discard a card and draw a card. Mm-hmm. But then its adventure is Hangle, and then you Haggle. Haggle, sorry. yeah, Hangle. <laughs> I don't know how I saw an N. Who are you, Saffron Olive? Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, one red. You may discard a card if you do draw a card. And uh, it's at instant speed, which is cool. Yeah, it's it's uh, one that's good for storm. Like, yeah, yeah, just a one quick mm-hmm. discard draw. Some here. people are hoping this this replaces Faithless Looting in Modern. It's it's not. It's not no, as good. Not at all. Um, I ha- I did see a turn one Arclight Phoenix in Standard because of this card. For real? Yeah. Huh. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, it's it's seeing some play. It's yeah. got it's got some movement. I think it's fine in EDH. You know, early yeah. game trade a land for a new card. Yeah, I didn't even see Giant Skewer. Oh, have you never seen it? No, that's a good that's way to get. Cool. That's a good way to get food. So yeah, Giant Skewers uh, wanted a black for an equipment gives the equipped creature plus two plus one, and then whenever that creature deals combat damage to a creature, you get a food token. Really flavorful, yeah, real yeah, fun. Yeah. It's got a hog on a spear. Yeah, it's good. Um, what else do we got? We got a lot. Yeah, we do. Wishclaw Talisman. Oh, Wishclaw Talisman's pretty cool. Oh, is that the black one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he tosses back and forth. Yep. That's weird. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't like giving my opponents value. It's kind of like that scheming. Well, well then you'll love symmetry. you'll yeah. love what you should be doing with it. Then so Witchclaw's Talisman. It's uh, black and one, I believe. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Sundial. Here, Jordy, you wanna? Yeah. So it's one and a black artifact. Um, Wishclaw Talisman enters the battlefield with three wish counters on it. You tap one and tap it. Remove a wish counter from the Wishclaw Talisman. Search your library for a card, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. An opponent gains control of Wishclaw Talisman. Activate this ability only during your turn. So, so what you're supposed to do here, Shane, is activate <laughs> your Wishclaw Talisman, give it to somebody, and then bounce it back to your hand. Oh. <laughs> so so in standard right now, Esper decks are playing like the three fairy, the three mana to fairy. Yeah. And you just you turn four, you play this, tutor for a card, and then bounce it back to your hand and draw a card with the fairy. That makes sense. So that's 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 where I see that. Or like flickering it somehow. Did or, you sundial the infinite that? Because you just end the turn? You can, but you wouldn't search for a card. Yeah, because it's uh, all the same ability. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but Still yeah, a fun tutor. Okay, that makes sense. And it's, and, I mean, it's just fine. Like if in Commander, you can, you know, if you're playing in a casual game, there's somebody you yeah, can give you're it paying, to. You're paying three, three to tutor for any card. That's not bad. It's not bad. And then theoretically, as long as you're playing your cards right, you're you're going to be able to get that opponent to give it back to you for the third wish. Right. Theoretically, yeah, that makes sense. As long as you're good at politicking. I'm pretty good at politicking. <laughs> but the problem is that some of the people that I play with are assholes. Yeah, they just don't agree with the Yo. politics part. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. Um no, so I think it's I think it's a solid card. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Um I like if we, since while we're here, I actually really like Stolen by the Fae. Oh yeah. I think Stolen by the Fae is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Stolen by the Fae, X, blue, blue, sorcery. Uh, bounces a creature with converted mana cost X back to its owner's hand. And then you make X, one, one, blue fairy creatures huh. with flying. Yeah, it's not so, bad. Cool. Real, real clean. I wish it were an instant, but then it would be way too good. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'll live. Um, here's one. I like this card. I don't know why. Which like, one? Drown and Lock? No, 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 oh. no, 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 I don't. <laughs> I I'm, just, I'm not going for it. I like Drown and Lock. Doom, for, Doom Foretold. You Ooh, Doom like Foretold. This oh, I love Doom Foretold. I love this card, dude. It's so fun. At the beginning of, yeah, it costs uh, Ors Hove and two. Um, so at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices a non-land, non-token permanent. Uh, if that player cannot, they discard a card, they lose two life, you draw a card, you gain two life, and you create a 2-2 white knight creature token with vigilance, then sacrifice Doom Foretold. How does this work? What do you mean? What do you mean? It says at the beginning of each player's upkeep. So at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacks a permanent. That's yeah. not a token, and that's not a land. Yeah. And then if they can't, yeah. 
all that stuff. I get, happens. I all get that, that stuff happens. But then it says, then you sacrifice Doom Foretold. Right. Yeah, you just because then Doom Foretold goes away. Once it, once it gets somebody. Yeah. It it goes away. The only downfall is that it's not three mana cost, so you can't sun tighten it back. No. Which yeah, sucks. That's true. But there's a bunch of in white, there's a bunch of artifact yeah. enchantment recursion. That's true. So it's just a fun card because there's always oh, a yeah. do there's always a doom that's coming in yeah. all these fairy tales. So I just I'm a big fan of that. Well, and to be honest, in, a, cool in an EDH game, they're gonna have something to sack. So you're gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna you're not. It's like a double-edged sword because you're not going to get the knight and draw a card and gain two life very often. Yeah. But it's going to sit there and chew up your opponent's permanence. Yeah, you're not. Lo- you're not losing out until someone gets rid of it. Yeah. That's true. So someone has to waste a kill spell on something that you're automatically gaining value from because you're not losing anything from playing it. As someone is going to lose something to it, because mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Like say, say you know, in a four-person game, say you play it and then. You're after me, Jordan. Yeah. You're going to lose something. That's true. And if you don't kill it, like say you're tapped out, you're going to lose something at your upkeep. Yeah. Unless you, of course, kill it before that. But say if AJ's next to me and then Elliot's in between you and AJ, AJ can get rid of that, but he's going to save it because you're going to get rid of something and Elliot's going to get rid of something. That's true. And then uh, he'll yeah. destroy it so he doesn't lose anything. So either way, the person playing it's just it... A, it's a decent stacks card. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't, I didn't. It's 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 the uh, most confusing deck in standard right now. People can't decide because there's a there's a doom foretold deck, and people can't decide if it's the best deck in the format and it's unbeatable, or if it's utter trash. Because on paper it looks like garbage, yeah. and then you play. It's running like Golden Egg and uh, the Guild Globe. It's like a bunch of artifacts that like can trip when they come into play. Sure. So they've got cheap stuff to sack. Yeah. yeah, it's just it looks like the worst deck. Yeah, but it's it's ruining everything. Um, that makes sense. And then they run one of the one of the cool cards. They run if we want to move on to our next card, yeah. uh, Dance of the Man- Mance. Is it Mance or Manse? It's like Dance of the Mansion is what it should be. So it's a blue white card. It's mm. blue white and X for a rare top right right there. Oh, you damn. had it. So, um, so it's blue white and X for a sorcery. You return up to X target artifacts and or non aura enchantments from your graveyard with converted mana cost X or less. So if I pay four, I can get up to four cards that are no bigger than CMC four. And then if you paid six or more for X, all of those permanents become four, four creatures in addition to their other types. That's great. So this is how that Doom Foretold deck is closing out the game. After they grind you down for a few Doom Foretolds, they dance of the manse them all back into play. It's not bad. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, because um, I, what I was thinking for this Doom Foretold is... Oh, sorry. I'll put this up to my face. Uh, what I was thinking for the Doom Foretold, I built a... Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That one. That one. Um, what set is... Theros. Um, in. <laughs> we're going back to Theros? Oh, we are going we back. We are going to back Theros. to Theros. But we're going to get... Uh, I think we're getting Elspeth back. Oh, yeah. Elspeth's coming back. Um, I think she was on Atrios. some of the marketing. I'm putting it oh, in Athreos. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I can hey, you want to pay three life? No. For the creature that yeah. I just sacked? No. The little one one that I have? You want to pay three for that little nah. piece of shit? No. Cool. <laughs> My Doom Foretold is fine because I'm paying one mana. Yeah. Just get rid of whatever. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Since we're in this area. Want to talk about uh, Oko? <laughs> we can, yeah. We can get to Oko. What do you want to... Uh, there are two that I'm looking at. A, Bloom Tender, part two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Faber Elder. 
Yeah. That's a card that I think is too cheap right now. It's like a dollar, dollar twenty five or something. And people I think in a few years that thing will be pricey. People are, are they're saying it's not as good as Bloom Tender because it's, it's not extra color. It's but, not. But, but it also gets but it also is because it gets plus one plus it one. It gets for, bigger, yeah. yeah. It gets bigger. And it's yeah. got vigilance. So yeah, it is a legitimate threat. Yeah. So and like Bloom Tender is like what, thirty dollars right now? Something, something like that. that. It's too um, it's I'm supposed to own one for my Silvala deck, but I don't. Well, yeah. just buy one of these. Fuck that. That's too expensive for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's too slow. Fair. And it's not a it's not an elf. Not an elf. That makes a lot it's of sense. That's, that's that's why fair. Bloom Tender is a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, just a real quick mention. I think Faber so Faberow Elder, one green white, vigilance, zero, zero, plus one plus one for each color among permanents you control. And then it taps for a mana of each color of the permanents you control. Yeah. So just a solid card, and I think we'll see a lot of play. I think this will see a lot of play because Bloom Tender is so expensive. Also, yeah. It doesn't matter that it's yeah. technically worse. Yeah. Right. Well, and you have a fatter creature. It's not. Yeah. It's not easy to remove, especially if you're running a five color deck. Oh yeah. Yeah. In EDH, I'm strictly talking right. EDH right. right there. Um, That's a good caddy corner to that. So yeah, if we want to go back up to those, yeah, these both actually uh, like all this whole row we're going to talk about here. Outlaws Merriment. I like Outlaws Merriment. Okay. I think it's a better read it off. So it's uh, one red, white, white enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, choose one at random. Create a red and white creature token with these characteristics, and then they're three different things. So a three-one human warrior with trample and haste, a two-one human cleric with lifelink and haste. And a 1-2 human rogue with haste. And when this creature enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to any target. This, to me, is better than... Um, what is that? It's, I just it's took it out. Assemble it's, a legion? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that is so slow. And I, sure. I've i put it in so many decks and mm-hmm. I've never actually like got it to actually work because of how slow it is. Whereas this... I'd argue that this is slower. Yeah, it's slower. Yeah, I like this. The I, only thing that you gain value out of here is in a Boros deck. I'm assuming for most people who run a fucking Boros deck, they're putting a skull clamp in the deck because obviously red and white have a yeah, struggle, true. have the power struggle of drawing a lot of cards. That so is this true. is okay. If Problem you're with playing this, a like third a of the temp- time, your skull clamp doesn't work because one of them's a one two. Right, you're getting them. You're probably you know knowing anybody's luck, they're probably <laughs> getting, getting a, yeah, you're getting the shitty one rogue with that deals one damage to any target i think for probably for limit for standard it's probably okay probably fine i yeah i want to like this card if it made the token at the beginning of your combat i i i would run i would run this i think i would think this is a very good card because then you get it the turn you play this enchantment as is you you play this four mana spell that doesn't do anything until your next upkeep and that's that's always just a bad thing yeah as much as i don't want it to be I think that that makes this card tough. Gotcha. True. Um, Let's talk about the twins. We'll first. Just, yeah, we can. We'll just dive into all of the planeswalkers because yeah. this is all of them right here in front of us. The Royal Scions. I love them. You want to? You want to read that? Off? Sure. Um, so the Royal Scions. This is cool. This is the first time we've gotten multiple planeswalkers represented on the same card. I hope this is something they do more. Um, that was actually apparently the uh, the idea for War of the Spark before they decided to put in 36 different planeswalkers, they were going to do a bunch of two and three planeswalker pa- like groups oh, as cards. Oh, that's kind of... Yeah. That would have been cool. because That would have been neat. Each yeah. ability would have been yeah. different. Yeah, and so that's the idea. Oh, that um, would have been cool. And so, uh, obviously, this might be inspired from that scrapped 
uh, idea. So this is the Royal Scion. So this is Will and Rowan Kenrith, Kenrith who we saw back in uh, Battle Bond. Yep. So they are one blue-red for uh, Planeswalker Will Rowan. Um, plus one, draw a card, then discard a card. It's great. Turns on all of your draw, your second card for the turn. Um, another plus one, target creature gets plus two, plus O, oh, and gains first strike and trample until end of turn. Um, and then their ultimate, minus eight, draw four cards. When you do, the Royal Scions deal damage to any target equal to the number of cards in your hand. And most of the time in EDH, is it decks have a lot of oh yeah a lot of cards in hand. Well, here I, I you know where I think the I think the the biggest thing about this card is why this card is good, and this will come up when we talk about Oko as well. Um, it's a three mana Planeswalker. It starts at five yep. loyalty, and then gets to six immediately that that first turn, and a six loyalty Planeswalker on turn three. Even an EDH, I feel like, is a mountain to start climbing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like to get rid of them, especially if yeah. I ramp into it at all, or yeah. like, um, and so I think they're good. I don't. I, I I can't think of any decks I have that I'm I'm gonna throw them right into, yeah. but I think they've got value. I oh, like yeah. them. Yeah. And then we got Garouk, cursed oh, huntsman. I love he has returned. I love this Garouk. Yeah, he's he's returned. Uh, he's still he's still Golgari. He's uh, Golgari in four. Um, still veil cursed. Yeah, still veil cursed. Um, he, well, now he's uh, in the lore. Oko curses him. Oh, now. Yeah. Oh gosh. He, that poor, he like poor takes Garuk boy. He, he takes control of Garuk, and then Garuk does his bidding because mm. Oko is like super powerful. Apparently. Gotcha. Um, he caught. He's got five loyalty. His zero is create two, two two black and green wolf creature tokens. Uh, with. When this creature dies, put a loyalty counter on Garou- on each Garouk you control. So it's not even just this Garouk. They right. all, they buff up all of your Garouks. Nasty. You've got multiples. Because you can have multiple Garouks out now because yep. they're all their, f- their title names. It's the name that it's cares the title about now. Name. Yeah. yeah. And then Garouk it's... Tribal? Yeah, Garouk Tribal. Basically. I have two. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have the two. Or there's... No, no, no. I, have, I don't have the other ones. Those are the Golgari ones. I have the two green ones. Um, and then it's minus three, destroy target creature, draw a card. Fucking solid. Solid. Really solid. <laughs> For minus three, that's not bad. His ultimate's good too. Yeah. An emblem that. M- minus six. Yeah, it's an emblem minus six. You get uh, creatures you control, get plus three, plus three, and trample. Just permanent overrun. Oh, permanent overrun. Yeah. All the time, which is great. Solid card. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good card. And for six, that's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact the fact that the I think the fact that the wolves he makes are two twos and not one they could have easily been one ones. Yeah. yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. Like talk about a planeswalker that protects himself. This planeswalker makes blockers that make him bigger when they die. Yep. And yeah. it only and it's zero to yeah. bring him out. So that you're same. Home, that could have been a minus one. It could have been a minus one, yeah. and then you only go up to six yeah. instead of going up to seven. So yeah, I think Garuk is. I think out of the planeswalkers in this set, I think Garuk is the best for commander because yeah. he's a he's a legitimate three. He's like Sun's cha- Elspeth Sun's champion level threat. I think. Why do you think Sun's champion? Well, why what? not Knight? Do you think Sun's champion is better than Knight Errant? I wouldn't say necessarily better. I think it depends on the situation. Um, Sun's but are you just talking about protection wise? Like she protects herself. She protects herself. Well, I think Sun's Champion is a, a legitimate finisher. Knight Errant isn't really a finish, a closer Hold to the on. game. Sun's Champion was in Theros, right? Yep. So six mana. I don't remember how much loyalty she started with, but I mean, it was high enough. I'm assuming. Um, and her plus one. The thing with her, her plus one was, was make three one ones. Or um, it might have just been Theros. 
there for so long. Uh-huh, right? Oh, yeah. I wasn't even Yeah, there she is. Then. She was up there. Oh. Um, on the left, there she there is. She is. Um, so, yeah, Elspeth Sun's champion was six mana, two white, and four for four loyalty. Ah. Plus one, she made a one, made three one ones, and then minus three, destroy all creatures, power four or greater. And then minus seven, you get an emblem plus two plus two and flying for so all your creatures this, this so part, like, not even the emblem like think think about it at the end of a game where we've gotten kind of grindy and everyone's kind of strapped on resources right. and i drop sun's champion that's like that's a real win con you know right or even she's she's a six mana board wipe for bigger creatures right and then she still stays out because she's she'll be at one loyalty. one loyalty exactly and then be so no I, I just think she's she, that card is a legitimate threat and group kind of reminds me of her that makes in, sense. In terms of what I assume he'll do in standard and and what kind of playability he'll have here in right. EDH. So we got a new Planeswalker. I'm a fan of this one, too. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, so it's Oko, Thief of Crowns. He's one and green-blue, uh, Simic. Uh, he starts at four loyalty, and it's plus two, create a food token. We all love food. Broken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plus one. Target artifact or creature loses all abilities and becomes a green elk creature with base power and toughness 3-3. Three, three. That's eight. Target um, artifact? Artifact or, or creature. creature. Yeah. That's fucking... Yeah, you just <laughs> shut down stuff. Sweet great henge, bro. Jesus, <laughs> man. Now it's a 3-3. Three, three. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then his uh, minus five Who exchange cares? control. Yeah, right. Who cares? That's you control. <laughs> his and plus target creature and opponent controls the power three or less. Yeah. So obviously, I think Oko, Oko goes in your deck for this that second ability. Oh, um, absolutely. And the fact that it's a plus. Yeah. Is absurd. What? So it'll. It's. So, I, I didn't even read him. Yeah. So I, the, sorry, I didn't read the second one. So obviously, the, what they want you to do, what he's supposed to do, is you make a food, then you make your food into a three three, and then you trade your three three for their better three three. Right. Like, yeah. That's, that's the idea. That's the step. That's the idea. Um, I think making food is great. Again, he's a three mana planeswalker that comes down and gets to six loyalty immediately. Or five. Yeah. Or five, if you want. Right. Um, he's removal. For pseudo removal for a creature, I would say fairly hard removal for an artifact. Like that's I don't give a shit if you've got a three three. Dude, cool, I'm getting cool, cool I'm soul getting ring, rid of your soul ring. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Fuck. I'm getting rid of your crypt. Yeah. I'm getting rid of your vault. I'm oh, getting hey. rid of oh, I'm hey, getting winter ri- orb. Yeah. So Oko Oko is also uh, just running rampant on standard right now as well. He's one of those one of those cards that everyone's crying, crying that the sky is falling. He's kind of ruining. Standard. I mean, how is he ruining it though? Because you're well, because in standard you're giving him a creature. Which well, is no, tough. you're not. Standard, you're going turn one gilded goose, turn two oko make a food, turn three now I have a three three, turn oh, four now I yeah. make another food. The next turn I'll make another three three, and it's just it's hard for most standard decks to keep up with that right now, unless you're really ready for it. That makes sense. So I think you're doing soul tie oko is the deck. Control of target. Artifact or creature? Yeah, control. honest. That minus five doesn't even exist to me, to be honest. I don't know how often I'd use it. I mean, I wouldn't use that at all. Well, I mean, it's got value. I'm gonna trade my food for your Nekusar. Oh, I'm gonna so, trade. I'm gonna trade your food for. I'm gonna trade my food for, for your Oracle for, for whatever. Yeah, yeah your Oracle, Oracle. Moldaya for right. whatever whatever little creature you've got. That's yeah, great. That's a gem. Um, that's a that's a fucking. So yeah, I think. Oh, o- dude, I think Oko is secretly like really good in EDH. Like he's one of those that you just look at him and you're you're like meh, but in practice, Damn. I think he's extremely good. Jesus. Yep. Well, 
Wait, hold on. There's there's other planeswalkers because the planeswalker. Decks. Oh well, yeah. If we want to jump to that, so I actually specifically wanted to talk about the two planeswalkers from the planeswalker decks. You were right there. That's oh, where yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, because I think this is the first time we've gotten planeswalkers that I will even consider putting in a real deck. Okay. Um. So like Rowan, Fearless Spark Mage. She's three and two red. Yep. Five five loyalty starting. Plus one. Um, she can up to one target creature, gets plus three, plus O, oh, and gains first strike until end of turn. That's good. It's cool. good. It's a fine ability, yeah. a fine plus um, if you're in a, a relatively aggressive deck. Her minus, she deals one damage to each of two target creatures for minus two, um, and those creatures can't block this turn. So she either picks off a couple of, of dorks, right? A couple of mana dorks or something. Sure. Um, or she gets a couple of blockers out of the way. Yeah, yeah, and sure. then her ultimate minus nine is an insurrection. Which isn't bad. So in a Super Friends deck, I'm absolutely playing her. She, you know, doubling or bubbling, doubling season or bubbling seasons right. up to a up to ten loyalty. <clears throat> um, so she was one of the first Planeswalker deck Planeswalkers that I went, oh, I could put her in a deck. And she's Little Red Riding Hood. And she is Little Red Riding Hood. Um, and then I liked this other Oko too. I thought I thought he was. It's a fun artwork. He was good enough that's to go be in a real foil deck. too. Oh, yeah, he dude. looked. I saw him. He looks pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty. Okay. Do you want to read that one? Yeah, I'll read it. Oko, the trickster. Uh, Simic and four. He starts at four loyalty. His plus one is put two plus one plus one counters on up to one target creature you control. His zero until end of turn, Oko trickster. Oko, the trickster, becomes a copy of target creature you control. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to him this turn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. And then his alt is whatever. And then his alt is minus seven until end of turn. Target uh each creature you control gains base power and toughness, ten ten, and gains trample. So his his alt wins you the game, right? <laughs> his alt wins you the game. So does Rowan's. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But that middle that, that zero, right? And that's on the Planeswalker deck, Planeswalker. So, yeah, these were the first couple that I went, oh, I would actually play these. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's kind of weird to pay six mana to copy a Trigon Predator. But if you have an opportunity to copy a Trigon Predator. Well, but you're not just copying that Trigon Predator once. You know, you may copy the Trigon Predator for two or three turns. Right. Right? Yeah, because you're preventing any damage. So, yeah. So, I like Oko. I like these two Planeswalkers well, which... Funnily enough, means I might like some of the other you know shitty cards that you don't normally like, right? Like right. Rowan's Stalwarts. Um, it's just a four mana five two, but when it ETBs, you can search your deck or graveyard for that Rowan. You know, depending on the deck, I might run them as a second copy of Rowan, right? right? Same then, thing with Oko with that uh, his spell, right? Um, not it just that, sucks that it says that the you, specific you, one, the specific yeah. one, because there's the other Ronin, right. Rowan from uh, mm-hmm. Battle Bond that you can go. F- yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool if they were just the pl- the problem there. I think they'd get too good, right? And then you, yeah. Um. All right, there he is, Shimmer Dragon, the fatty. We jump into we jump into the brawl stuff. Yeah, we'll just fucking. So yes, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff you can only get in the brawl decks. Shimmer Dragon, Shimmer Dragon, I think is sick. Jordan, you want to read that off? Yeah, so it's a uh, four and blue blue for a five six dragon. Uh, it's got flying. Obviously, it's a dragon. As long as you control four or more artifacts, Shimmer Dragon has hexproof. And then he has an ability tap two untapped artifacts you control. Draw a card. Gross. Um, a big fan of the artwork. I'm glad that he's like kind of just he's like sitting, hovering he's over hugging a castle. Yeah, he's just <laughs> hugging a castle, and then. The hexproof is huge um, because in any 
I'm going to assume that anybody playing this card is going to throw it in a EDH deck of artifacts. Oh, yeah. You, and he's coming the, out. He's you'd coming be bad out, otherwise. Yeah, he's coming out turn three or turn four because you're yeah. playing artifacts. He's going to have hexproof. You have mm-hmm. a five five fatty, and then once you start dwindling down and don't have a lot of cards in hand, mm-hmm. you're just going to start tapping all those artifacts to start drawing cards. This guy might be good in something. And then that's, you have an unwinding clock, and you just yeah. do it on every fucking turn. This guy, I think, this guy might be good in something that's uh, equipment geared. Yeah, because oh, you, yeah. your equipment just sits there and doesn't tap to do anything. So right. tapping your equipment to draw cards seems be, good. Yeah. Um, I like this this card to the left. I like a lot too. Fairy formation. Yeah, I think fairy formation is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, five mana, five four flyer, uh, blue and four other. Then you can pay a three and a blue to make a one-one flyer, a one-one fairy, yeah. and draw a card. It's good. Just seems good. Just seems like a solid card. Yeah, no one's going to get rid of it. And if you're in a if you're in a deck that makes a lot of mana yeah. and five power flyers like that, that's taking down planeswalkers. Yeah. That's taking chunks of life away. So I like fairy formation. Can't be bolted. Huh? Yeah, yeah five four. I think I'm when it comes to EDH, I'm coming to the point where it's like some cards like this with activated abilities, mm-hmm. not a lot of people pay attention to it, no. especially because it's got a four CMC and everybody's like, oh, you're going to waste four mana on a yeah, one, they one and then draw a card. The priority isn't really there. To they don't realize how powerful that is going to be over the course of time. Right. Especially if you're playing a more casual game with mm-hmm. friends and you're not being real spiky, unlike I am sometimes. A lot of people are going to overlook that and just be like, "All right, you have a five four, yeah, whatever. Like who cares? Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't really attack with that just because of the risk of losing it. I would just kind of keep it there and just pay the four and make oh, a little yeah. chump and then draw. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I like uh, another card exclusive to the brawl deck. Silverwing Squadron seems busted. Its toughness is equal to the number of creatures you control. Oh, he's sorry. Read it off. So it's a <laughs> six mana, five and a, a white human knight, flying vigilance. Uh, it says uh, his power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures you control. And then when it attacks, you create a number of 2-2 knights with vigilance equal to the number of po- opponents you have. So in most situations, this is a star-star flyer that makes three knights every time it attacks. So at minimum, this thing's a 4-4 the first time it's swinging in. Yeah. That's if you haven't done anything until turn seven. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and it's caught. Yeah, and, yeah. Wow. So I think I just think it's a solid card. And it's right in Griffin. Fuck yeah! There you go. Duh. Um, yeah. Let me go see what down, else. What else from the brawl deck? One that I, uh, taste of death. Taste of death. Taste of death is fun. I like taste of death. Each player sacrifices three creatures. You create three food tokens for four and two black black. I just like two the artwork black. on this. It's yeah, they're like apples that have been carved into skulls, right? Yeah. yeah. There's just, three of them. It just it's looks fun. fun. It's a decent card. Six mana is a lot, but. Yeah. Each player sacking three creatures is pretty huge, especially in that like people sacking creatures deck we were talking about yeah. with the the uh, what's his name Corvold. Uh yeah, and then yeah, I wanted to talk about this one too, the Turtle Hydra. If you want to, if you want to go for <laughs> it, uh, Steel Bane Hydra X two green green. Uh, Steel Bane Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters. Real quick, on we it. should we should make it clear this is a Turtle Hydra. It is a Turtle Hydra. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that one out. Uh, pay three, remove a plus one plus one counter from Steel Bane Hydra, destroy target artifact or enchantment. That's really fucking good. Yeah, it's it just seems like a solid card. Yeah, and it and it's a it's a tortoise with four heads. Like, fuck. what the fuck am I not gonna? How am I not gonna play that? Right. Um, we can just continue right here, right over Thorn Mammoth. Jordan, you want to read that? 
Yeah, so it's uh, five in green green. It's an elephant for six six, or has six six. Uh, has trample. Whenever Thorn Mammoth or another creature enters the battlefield under your control, Thorn Mammoth fights up to one target creature you don't control. So it's a fighting elephant that has Love trample. It. It's good. Um, yeah, no, he's he's super cool. Almost feel like it should have been an elemental elephant, right? That probably would have been yeah. too good. Yeah. Um, just based on the art. Let's. Um, what else was right here? There's a few things just right here. Uh, Toma Legends was another one I thought was good. It's from a the, real good guard from the uh, Brawl decks. Yeah, two mana artifact um, enters the battlefield with a page counter on it. Whenever your commander enters the battlefield or attacks, you put another page counter on, and then you can pay one, remove a page counter, and draw a card. What's what's cool. face? And tap it. So just solid card draw. What's that blue white commander? The flicker. Blue white. Oh. Homeboy. Yeah. Uh, the most popular one. Damn. He's Brago. Kinda, yeah, Brago. Brago. Because he you flickers know, himself, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, That's though. tasty for I don't, that. I don't think you need it because that deck doesn't usually have a problem drawing cards. I think this is good in, like, an aggressive Boros deck. True. This is good in... Oh, in a fucking... Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Feather deck. Yeah, That's feather. good for a feather deck. Yeah. yeah. So th- I think this sees a lot of, a lot of play. I like that new command tower artwork. Oh yeah, the artwork on the new command tower is pretty sick. Um, do, do we feel like arcane signets worth twenty dollars? I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> I'd pay a couple of dollars for it. Here's here's my thing with arcane signet. Is it great? Yeah. Does it go in any deck that's two or more colors? Yeah. Yeah. Does it go in monocolor decks? Maybe. Um, it's it's a fine card. I think it's great. Well, that's a better that's a better diamond. Right. But at the end of the day. There's so many options. If you want a two mana mana rock, yeah, there are already so get to draw off. Yeah, there's already so many options that you know what I don't need to spend. And you know what, if you want to spend thirty dollars, twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, whatever it is right now on an arcane signet, that's fine. I'm not spending any money on that. I'm not doing that until it's two dollars. I'm not. I pay a couple bucks. Yeah, Yeah. I'm. I'd rather spend thirty dollars on on a card that does something on a mox amber. Yeah, I would rather spend twenty dollars on a mox amber. Than a fucking arcane signet. So yeah, that's where I am at on that card. Sorry for anybody who likes ar- loves arcane signet. Yeah. Um, I also don't agree with the people that are like complaining, like, oh, this card is so ubiquitous. Like, why would you print a card that just hands down goes in every deck? I that that argument is silly to me. Like, who cares? Yeah. What do you um, mean? It's you, okay to have like a soul ring yeah. goes in every. Well, not okay. Soul Ring doesn't go in every deck. No, actually, I took a Soul Ring out of one of my decks yeah. last week. I yeah. took a part of deck that didn't have a Soul Ring. Mm-hmm. Soul Ring doesn't go in every deck. So yeah, it goes so in the majority of decks. So that's that's my feelings on that card. Right. Um. The other one, Covetous Urge. Hmm. Maybe up further. Um. That may be. A different card. Never mind. We'll we'll look it up. Okay. Um, Chittering Witch was the last one on my oh, list yeah. for the brawl stuff. You want more rats? More rats. Yeah. Um. So yeah, obviously something good to flicker. So she's four mana, three and a black, human warlock, two two. Um. When she enters the battlefield, you make a number of one one rats equal to the number of opponents you have, and then you can pay one and a black, sack a creature, target creature gets minus two minus two. Um. A, good time. a flicker deck. She's great. A, to- deck, a token good. deck, yeah. yeah. She's she's just a, a solid, flexible card. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Fabled Passage. Oh, yeah. We can get into lands for now. Me, yeah. For me, Fabled Passage and the Tri Checked lands are great. 
Yeah, I, I Fables Passage is just great. That's going to become a commander staple. I'm yeah. I'm really glad. Well, that's that the second one because prismatic. Right. Well, this one doesn't cost you any life. Yep. But right. it's only untapped if it's your if you have four lands. But having four lands for your land to come into play untapped is not a big deal. No. No. Um, so and if you get this turn one, it's no big deal. No, it's evolving wilds. Yeah, yeah. Most people are playing evolving wilds in their deck. This is just an upgrade on evolving wilds. Unfortunately, exactly. this is because this set is probably probably like battle bond there's only a certain amount that's going to be printed for it it this card's going to be expensive it'll i i don't think for long i think it'll be expensive through its life and standard right um but i don't think that card has any play in modern especially with prismatic vista you're not you're not playing both right um so yeah I, i don't think this card will stay expensive after rotation for tournament grounds is going to be huge in modern tournament grounds is pretty cool you think in modern you think there'll be a night deck there has to be. There might be. Someone will figure it out. Yeah. So tournament. It might not be like the greatest deck of all um, time, but so oh so so to to go over the fabled passage. So fabled passage is a land tap sack search for a basic put it into play tapped exactly evolving wilds. Except if you control four or more lands after you do that, you untap that land. Um, and, and then, then this tournament grounds before. is tap add a colorless or tap add red white or black spend this mana. Only to cast a knight or equipment spell. Um, it doesn't come into play tapped. No, it's a free untapped yeah. three color land if you're a knight tribal yeah. deck. Yeah. Uh, I like the land cycle. Yep. The, Very just pretty land. The basics. Yeah, just yeah. the basics. The basics are, are real nice. I just pulled Big that planes in foil. This? Yeah, it's oh, pretty sick in foil. I, um, I like this one. I like that mm-hmm. island with the well in the middle. This is riveting audio content here. Hey, man. Talking about the art on these basic oh, lines. <laughs> um, so here, we can hey, talk about the, the, the cottage yeah. cycle. What do we call Do we call these cottages? What do we call these? These ones? Yeah. Uh, the first one we saw was Witch's Cottage, so that's why I called them cottages. I think, I mean, this one's a mine. This one's a cabin. Yeah. This one's a sanctuary. Yeah. This one's a... So these I are, call these tri-check lands. Or these are the adamant lands. We oh, can call them that. I like that. I like so adamant. these are this is the cycle of lands that they only come in un, they come in untapped if you control three of that basic yeah and then um or three of that land type and then if they come in untapped they have an effect um it's all real simple so the white one gets a plus one plus one counter on a creature the blue one gets you an instant or sorcery back from your grave to the top of your library black does the same thing with a creature the red one gives you a one one dwarf token trash and then the green <laughs> gives you uh, food. Um, I I I see no problem running any of these in EDA? two or less color decks. Yeah, I wouldn't do a three color deck because you're never gonna have you're that. Just, many. You're just not gonna get the benefit. Um, they are fetchable, which is kind of cool. I mean, yeah. okay, that's the other thing. They all which have their nice. land type. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, these two are fine in multiple color decks. Yeah. Oh yeah, these uh, the Mystic so got, Sanctuary and then Witch's Cottage, the so black the, and the blue one. Yeah, so the ones that return either a, yeah, a spell or a creature to the top of your library. Yeah. Those ones are completely fine in any deck. Certain decks I don't mind the red one getting a free getting a free token, getting a free 1/1 creature yeah. is is fairly good. Sure. I think the green is the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. Um if you're playing uh, a plus one plus one counter deck, the white one. Oh is yeah. Good. The white one's fine regard. If I was just playing any kind of white leaning deck, yeah. I'd run it. The checklands though. The castles. The castles. I think are, the castles are great. Those are one great flavor. I think all I think all five are playable in our format. Absolutely. Um the weakest one is probably the red one. Yep. Um, um so castle 
Ardenvale. Ardenvale. There we go. Uh, Castle Ardenvale enters the battlefield tapped unless you control planes. This is the same for all of them, so I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, you tap it for uh, planes, or you can tap two planes and two colorless to create a white human. It's not the greatest. Um, the blue one is tap two blue, tap two colorless to scry two. That's not bad. Or you can, and they all tap for their colors. Um, one one of each that they're of their colors. The black one's good. I'm a big Lockthwain. Lockthwain. Castle of Lockthwain. Uh, <laughs> tap two black. Tap one. Draw a card. Then you lose life equal to the number of cards in your hand. That one's good. That's a good one. Especially uh, in Villas. Especially in Villas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just lost like seven life, but I'm going to draw seven more cards. Yep. Yeah, and I only had to pay three Yikes. for it. <laughs> um, then Castle Embreath, the red one, it's red, red one. Tap creatures you control, get plus one, plus oh until end of turn. And then Castle Garenbrig. You don't you don't like the green one? I like no, it. the red one. Oh, the red one's fine. <laughs> okay. um, so the green one is uh, same thing. Enters tap unless you control forest. Taps for green. Two green, green, tap. Add six green. Spend this mana only to cast creature spells or activate abilities of creatures. That's good. So that is... That one, that one I feel like is sneaky. I have a, is, a lot of people are saying, oh, the green one's trash. And... It, it, it can look that way, but anytime they've made a land that nets two mana yep. or more, and this is basically tap for two mana, but to cast creatures, um, it's usually bad. Uh, usually is like really good. That like it ruins nerd. things. Let's say you build a, a questing beast deck. Maybe. You pay four two turns in a row for a questing beast instead of paying actual exactly. six. And then you always have six mana towards a fucking questing mm-hmm. beast. Do you know? Do you know the line? You know the the thing that someone told me that made me finally go, "Oh no, maybe this is a really good card." Um, if you make that thing a creature, and then untap it, you can use its mana that it makes to activate itself again. Oh, dude! And so if you've got a way to like untap it and tap the it, you can make a lot hydra. of mana. And then you get the turtle hydra. Yeah. And just bang everything so, yeah. out. <laughs> so that's 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 one. Orin is a comma deck. Yeah. Yeah. So come on, mm-hmm. Jesus! Yeah, so that so is sneaky. It, it, so it's. it's I think the green one is deceptively good. The rest are really straightforward. Like, yeah. is is my deck going to be better if one of my lands can make my creatures get plus one plus zero? Oh? You know, um, but that green one's the one that it's hard to tell. It seems like the blue and the black obviously have the most They're utility. The, mo- I, the blue, black, and white I think are like the most straightforward. Right, yep. making a token's really strong. Scrying is really strong, and drawing cards is really strong. Yeah, yeah. I can um, see where the gingerbread cabin. Uh, the the adamant land. Uh, I could see why that would be good in standard. Oh yeah, it oh, it's token. just free food. Yeah. yeah, free food. You at that point, if you're playing like mono green or two colored deck, you're probably gonna have three or more forests at that point. Yeah. See. Or even from turn one, you have a food token. All right, one one more card I really wanted to talk about. Sure. Uh, Iron Crag feet. Where's that? Um, so it's red rare. Red rare. So that's the one. It's red, red, red one. Add seven red mana to your mana pool, ah. and then you can only cast one more spell this turn. Oh yeah! So a lot of people were like, "Oh, they, a lot of people think storm," and I think there's a, a really cool dragon storm deck in modern. You can play with it. That's okay. that's really great. Um, where I see this is if you are a mono red deck, and seven red mana can cast your commander. Yeah. So. You're what is it, Dracuseth? Four, is that the new dragon from like M20? Yeah, that's He's sick. the seven mana yeah. haste. He like 
deals three and then four and then four to different targets. Like he's he's I think a, it's steal four and then three. Four and then three or something. He's like a seven seven flyer. Right. Um I think it was M twenty. Yeah, he's right, absurd. Right. So like he's if sure. your commander is okay, so yeah, Dracoseth is four red, 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 flyer, seven, seven. Sick fucking yeah, he word. shoots something for four and then some and then three to up to two other targets. So yeah, it's four and then three three. So he deals ten damage when he attacks. Yep. And so um, he's seven mana. And so if your commander can be cast with seven red mana, I think Iron Crag Feet is an auto-include for you. A, he deals 11 damage. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because it's targets. Oh, yeah. He deals 11. No, he deals four, 14. It deals four damage to any target and three damage to... to two targets. So it would be 10. To two, to up to two targets. Right. So you can shoot anybody for 14. No. What so I could, I could only shoot you for four. To any target. So and then player. three damage to either. each of up to two other targets. Oh, okay. So you could shoot for but I can shoot. I can attack you for seven and shoot three of your creatures down. Or I can That's shoot true. two of your creatures down and nug you for a four. Right. So And and that lets you do that on turn four. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's why I like Iron Craig Feet. Um, I like him for uh, Golos, Bandit Warlord, the guy who tutors out in equipment. Yeah. And you go infinite with the Helm of the Host. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's like six mana, so that lets you get him out on turn four with one card. Right. Um, so that's why I like it. I think it, I think it has value in, in those kinds of decks where you can just go, and I'll play my commander three turns earlier than you thought I'd be able to. Right. Hmm. Side note on M20, uh, I played a, a guy who built the Gargos, the the Hydra guy. The Hydra. How was that? Uh, was that pretty cool? It was overwhelming. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I've dude. Been, that's what I've been wanting to do for my mono green deck for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got a, a one that I am excited about. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, crushing Drawbit, Drawbridge. Oh, that, it's funny. That's a Is fun that card. Is that an artifact? Yeah. It's an artifact. It's like it's a common. two. It, it's two colorless and uh, it oh. says it's it's an artifact creature wall zero four. It's got defender and then you tap it. Creatures you control gain haste until end of turn. Good. I think it's it's it, fine. I think it, it. I mean, like for things that you want to be hasty. You know where this is actually probably pretty good. A mono green deck when no. you're playing a when you're playing a crater hoof win and you don't and you have the. Throw out a mm-hmm. what's it called? Holy shit! The nine entwine. Fuck me. Um, tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. Yeah. yeah, that's good for tooth and nail. You know where else I like this? Where I think this is actually really good is uh, Arcades. Oh, oh yeah. the like, wall. It, it's a two mana four four. Yeah, that also could just give your team haste if that's what you need right then. Yep. Yeah. So not that it's. Out. I mean, that's that. That's like an obvious one, right? It's a defender, yeah. so it yeah. obviously goes in there, but. Giving your creatures haste is something you probably don't think about a lot in those colors. Well, it's Facts. also really good if you um, are built. It's like a go wide token deck. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then you're like, okay, I'm gonna create like a thousand 20, tokens. Yeah, a thousand attack, tokens, yeah. and then tr- that makes sense. Turn it, make them all haste. I have two cards since we're right here. Sure. That disappointed me because I really wanted them to be good just because of what they were. Which okay. one? Uh, Witch's oven. Okay. And Ginger Brute. Oh, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you want to read Witch's Oven? Sure. Uh, Witch's Oven. One mana artifact. Tap, sacrifice a creature, create a food token. If the sacrifice creature's toughness was four or greater, create two food tokens. I just, I, I mean, it's a good card. Do you, Jordan, do you play Arena at all? I 
I played Arena a little bit okay. during uh, the I, I beta. Would, I would recommend you pick Arena back up, yeah. play some standard, yeah. and I'm going to send you a deck list because there is a Witch's Oven <laughs> deck yeah. that is fucking outrageous. I bet. So you're con- you know the cat, right, which is familiar? Mm-hmm. One mana, one, one, drains your opponent for one life when it comes into play, and then you can sack a food token to get it. Whoops. You can sack a food token to put it from your graveyard into play. Yeah. Uh, th- there's a deck built around witch's oven and that and it's it's disgusting i guess just like as someone who doesn't play standard that often uh like i just and this was i put this on my list before i really understood food tokens like what food was for yeah i i I got it that it gained you life but Mm -hmm. i was also just like i wish it was better i think the big problem is like a lot of things like a lot of things they make like energy and like uh some of the some of the like tribal stuff in modern horizons some of that stuff there's just not enough to make it viable in edh like i could throw together a a deck that cared about food for edh but it would be really bad Yeah. yeah And that's that's I, I agree. That's yeah. I get disappointed by stuff like that. Because um, if it if there were more or they, if they kept doing and yeah, used food then more, I'd be really down to make a like, food. Deck. Oh, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, I think uh, just a little side note: Clockwork Servant, uh, three mana, two three. It's got adamant. Uh, when you pay three of any mana, uh, you draw a card. It's good for mono white, everybody. There you go. There you go. Mono white draw. <laughs> Get it on. Um, um, and then ginger brute. I, I could see the same thing, Jordan. So yeah. ginger brute's a one mana, one one haste. He is a food golem, and he is in fact a gingerbread man. What, what? Um, he's got one, or so he's got haste, and then he's got one ginger brute. Can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with haste. You get it? Flavorful. I'm the gingerbread man. Yeah, you you run, run, run as fast as you can. can, unless they're fast and they have haste, then they can catch him. And then eat him. And then he's got the same ability as food. One of his subtypes is food. He is a food golem. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I like it the, I, for it's, that it's, art. It's, it, yeah. It is kind of disappointing that it's. A relatively underwhelming card. Yes. He's also kind of huge for the art. He's fine. He, I think like, it's he's well, the size of the window. Well, no, dude, he's closer to us perspective. He's like the size of the. He just he just jumped out of the pie. Yeah. Right. Isn't he just closer to the camera than 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 the window is? I think so. It's perspective. He's not yeah. a giant gingerbread no, man. At, no, you see the pie. Yeah, I see the pie, but. Do or do you think he's per- giant? Do you see the person? He's like the same size as the person. But perspective, bro. I think the gingerbread man is closer to the the viewer than the person. You know how like let's hope that you know how, how that you works. know how like a, a plane looks really really small when it's flying by. Weird. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know. But those are two cards that I was like, if, but yeah, if, if food was EDH viable. Mm-hmm. I play those. Be, they'd be so much better. Like auto includes. I yeah, I yeah. saw someone who altered a ginger brute. They painted on it, mm-hmm. and they painted the uh, the lady gingerbread cookie from the trailer. Oh, you guys okay. watched the trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they painted her like when she's mad and about to attack Garuk. Um, so I might I might do that. That'll be really easy to paint. Yeah. And that was a fun a fun idea. I might steal that. Lucky Clover. You looking at Lucky Clover? Yeah, it's a good card. It's pretty decent. I think for for the flavor of adventures, it's a good. This is this is another one in the same vein as food. Um, you know, I'd love to make an adventure esque EDH deck. I just don't think it would be very good based on what we have. Yeah, yeah, because they're all just like basic little yeah. spells. Well, and that for we, there's like, like a handful that I like am jazzed about, like Murderous Rider, like yeah. 
the being like think about it. We only talked about three or four adventure creatures, and there's yeah. how many in the set? A Give lot me an more than that. Commander, and we'll talk. Um, so yeah, so that's where I am on event adventures. It just doesn't feel like it would be very like full, right. if that makes sense. I where is Give me an adventure commander. We'll talk. Maraleaf Pixie. Hold on. I forgot. The, the, the blue green guy? I, th- I, think. I think you passed it. You're talking about the Manadork? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a, a pixie. She's blue and green for a 2-2 flyer, and then she taps for green or blue. <coughs> I think that's Just good. dork. Solid dork. Solid yeah. dork. Good artwork. Solid dork. Solid card. Nothing yeah. Nothing bad about that card. If you go up to... Uh, I'm out. Thrill of Possibility. <laughs> One more? Thrill of Possibility. No, I'm out yeah. of stuff. Thrill of Possibility, what yeah, color? It's, it's Red a, Common. Red Common? So that's yeah. the new... Uh, there it is. Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new... Uh, I forget that. what that card tormenting is. Voice. Tormenting, tormenting Voice. Tormenting Voice. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Good card. Always so, good to have another Tormenting Voice in a red deck. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, And Instant Speed really helps. Yeah, that's what... That is... That's there. why I put it on my list. Because yeah. it's Instant. All right, I've got two more cards that I was yeah, interested go ahead. in. I was just saying that I'm out of cards. <laughs> How about you, Jordan? You got you got uh, stuff left on your list. This is gonna be good for a night deck. Oh yeah, Smitten Swordmaster. Smitten Swordmaster. That uh, one black. You gain X life. Each opponent loses X life, or X the number of knights you control, and then it's stapled on a, a two one life linker for two. Yep. Solid. Good card. Yeah. Um, I have one card to end. All right, all right. Cool. You go over one, then Jordan will do. All right. So the card, one of the cards I uh, that I'm excited about. Um, well, I don't know if I'm excited about it. Into the story. Oh, okay. I think it's got great art. What color? It's blue uncommon. So it's seven mana, blue, blue, and five. Um, I think it's blue, blue, and five. Um, draw four cards, instant speed. And then if an opponent has seven or more cards in their graveyard, it costs, I think, three less to cast. Um, yeah, there it is. Yeah, three less oh. to cast. So it turns it into four mana, instant speed, draw four cards. Gotcha. Um, I think this this is a slam dunk in Maelstrom Wanderer. Yes. Because it's a better version of, uh, what's that card? It's five mana, draw four cards, sorcery speed. Opportunity? No. I think it, it's opportunity. No, opportunity is six mana, instant speed. There's another one that's the same thing, okay. one mana cheaper, sorcery speed. Um, but I think it replaces either opportunity or that card. Um See, the problem with Maelstrom is I don't think draw cards in Maelstrom are all that great. Oh, you wouldn't run? I would run Opportunity in Maelstrom. No? It depends what you're running. I think I just, I think out of, when it comes to Maelstrom, I'm just a big fan of the chaos of it. I don't really okay. like the whole, I mean, don't get me wrong, having a hand in Maelstrom is very yeah. important, but like getting a bunch of draws, gotcha. draw spells in there. But yes, I would put this as, as a draw spell. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a big fan of draw spells in Maelstrom because you just want to keep them out. And That's fair. No, I get that. I get fair. that. I could see that argument. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I had that I was excited about, um, another uncommon, Kenrith's Transformation. It's one green, one other enchant creature. Um, uh, when it comes into play, you draw a card so it replaces itself. And then it enchanted creature loses all abilities and is a green 3-3 three, three elk. Oh, that's a good. So uh, it's a good removal spell. Yeah, yeah, it's like because uh, it keeps them out on the battlefield. It's like a dark song of the song of the dryads. Song of the dryads, or what was it? Dark steel mutation or dark steel yeah, transformation? Yeah, dark the steel thing that made it into a zero one indestructible bug. Yeah. Um, I, what I like about this one, it replaces itself. Yeah, you so, get to draw. So you, you draw your card back. Yep. Um, and it's a it's a removal spell. Yeah. Um, so in was, green. In green, and and again, I feel like there's some value these days in a removal spell that leaves their commander on the battlefield, yeah, but not able to do anything. I agree. 
Um, and then Jordan, Jordan, you have one, one, one last card. The final card. Can I guess what it is? You can go ahead and guess. It's just good. Co- I think it's a good conversation to have. Yeah. Go ahead and guess. Is it Happily Ever After? It is Happily yeah. Ever After. Oh, I apologize. I had one more card, but we could do this after Happily Ever After. Oh, we'll do that. It's well, we're whole, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole different that's uh, a whole conversation. Yeah, that's a conversation. Happily uh, Ever After. Yep. There you are. Hello. Very, uh, not problematic, but problematic card that was uh, teased for a while. Um, basically, okay. Morrow, Happily Ever After. Read it. Yeah, so it's two and a white uh, enchantment. When Happily Ever After enters the battlefield, each player gains five life and draws a card. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, if there are five colors among permanents you control, there are six or more card types among permanents you control and or cards in your graveyard, and your life total is greater than or equal to your starting life total, you win the game. Sweet. So what's the problem? The problem, <laughs> the problem is that Wizards came out, Morrow came out, and he said that we're doing something with white that we've never done before that we think is going to help with white. You got to have a Mark Rose. Oh, Morrow. Yeah. Mark Rosewater. Got it. And oh, is this white card draw? This is Uh-oh. this is what they, 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 they came out and, and said, and everyone said, are you kidding me? I'll tell you, it's not bad in the Flicker deck. I, I guess it makes bad. everybody draw, huh? All right. You know what? This isn't a good card. No, it's not a good card. <laughs> It's I mean, the only good part about it is, is you win the game, but you, there's there's a pretty decent standard deck. I think you can build around it. That makes sense. Um, plain, plain wide celebration from War of the Spark. It's that modal spell. You, it's like choose four. You can choose the same mode twice yeah. or yeah, more yeah, than yeah, once, yeah, yeah. Yep. and it makes two two tokens that are all colors. Yeah. So that's an easy way to win with happily ever after. But yeah, I don't know about for EDH. No. It's no. just it's it's just very interesting that they there was a lot of and he in even, a Karlov deck it'd be fine because you're yeah starting life total you're always above that yeah. in Karlov yeah. deck. Mark Rosewater came out and said he's like I wish I didn't say that I was <laughs> that this would help, <laughs> but like you well know, and to be honest like the amount of change that happens from design through development to the cards yeah. we see it could have it could have been slightly different when he des- when they designed it yeah yeah but. It's in so, my Kenrith deck as a win con, so cool. We'll yeah. see how it goes. I just want to point out Harmonious Archon. The that, artwork yeah. is amazing. Yeah, big fan of the artwork. We don't need to talk about the damn card. It's a good card. It's a great card yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Okay. The All big right. conversation that me and Agents yeah. were going to start, and then we're like, no, nah, let's, let's wait. Like, so right, here it is. It, so, Read it off, buddy. Uh, All right. So uh, the card in question in this set is called Fay of Witches. Um, so it's cre- it's a an adventure card. So its creature side is a one and a blue for a one four flyer. Um, then she says one and a blue discard two cards. Return Fay of Wishes to its owner's hand. Cool. It'll make more sense once we get to the the spell. So the spell is called Granted. Three and a blue sorcery. You may choose a non creature card you own from outside the game. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. The reason I wanted to talk about this card is. The last, I believe it's four sets in a row, yep. have all had at least one card that fetched something from outside the game, yep. which is a type of card that traditionally has just not been played in our format. Correct. The official rules even say, you know, check with your playgroup. There's no official rule. Yep. So I wanted to open up a discussion 
Um, what do you guys think is the the answer to this? Obviously, because of best of one, because of a lot of things going on with okay, Magic explain, right now. Explain best of one again. So, so on Arena and in paper, they've done it a couple of times. They're moving toward instead of doing best two out of three games for your match. Okay, it's one game, best of one game. Okay, we play one Are we game. Talking about tournaments, yeah. So like on Arena, when you're and they do both. You can play both on Arena. Okay. But a lot of Arena is best of one, and that was the idea. So I can say, hey, I got I got ten minutes. I can play a game of Magic, sure. and you don't have to price yourself into a whole match. Right. It simplifies it for new players. You don't need a sideboard. Okay. Right. But what it seems like they've Which noticed makes so, sense because well, Hearthstone is so quick. And that, well, and that's sorry what, to that's, mention Hearthstone. That's why it's it's yeah. it's to match what Hearthstone does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's sense. that's done a couple of things with design that we've we've touched on a little. One is the increasing of modal spells. Yep. Um, and I think it's the reason we're getting like kitchen sink creatures like Questing Beast, right? Sure. Um, you know, I can't side in the creature that's right against your deck. I just have to be playing the creature that's good against most decks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's why we get a lot of modal stuff, stuff like that. And then the other thing they've been doing is about is about one or two cards a set, it feels like now. For for a minute, we've been getting a, a wish card, something that goes and in this case would get something out of your sideboard. Yep. Um in actual magic, you have you would just be, have access to your sideboard, not your whole collection. Sure. Um, and so I've been talking a lot with a couple of people in my my ED, my other EDH play group, um, about how we would handle this. You know, do we have a wish board? Do we have a sideboard? How many cards is it? Can you get? Can you just go and get any card on hand that you own, like the card says, right? You see, um, you put it in your hand. The problem is that not every card can be played because you're restricted to blue already. True. And well here's here's unless you're playing a five color. Here's, here's the initial caveat is by by the rule of wishes, you can you can't get anything that's not legal in your format. Right. That's right. the first thing. Yep. And then second, with and this is like a, a magic, actual magic ruling on all the cards like this that go fetch something from out of the game. Um and so in our case, the only thing we would have to do is decide do we st- have you stick to color identity? Yeah. Right? And then the other thing is, do we, um, is where, where do you get it from? Right? Um, and then the one thing I would say, so the, here's, here's the easy answer, I think. And I think this solves all of the problems. I mean, um, to be completely honest, yeah. put that card in your deck. Like, take this... The problem is that you put this card in your deck. Right. The only thing you're getting is situational. Right. Well, but think about it this way. I can I can forego having... I can stick a creature removal spell, an artifact and enchantment removal spell. I can stick a you know several conditional cards in a sideboard. Yeah. And then this one card represents all of those, which I don't think is a problem. I think that's magic. I think that's cool, right? Yeah. yeah here's, here's, here's my suggestion for a solution, right? Sure. Is you just allow everybody's deck... To have an optional 15-card sideboard. Keep it 15 cards. That's what normal magic sideboards are. Keep yeah. it in line. And then and then that solves a lot of problems because I can't have a card that's in my deck also be in my sideboard. That's fair. Because the rules of, of deck building and EDH prevent that. It would also solve color identity because I wouldn't be able to put anything in my sideboard that's not in my commander's color identity because mm-hmm. right. it's still EDH part of does, your deck. EDH is a lot of sideboard. It, it's not. Oh. Not, not. Not... In technically actual, not, not in actually the rules but 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 literally they say talk to your play group that's right. what they say so for my play groups what i what i would like to do is allow a deck of 15 card sideboard yeah right and then you then you can play these cards if you want if you don't want to play the if it's you and you just want to say i'm not even going to play fey of wishes i'm just going to put the cards i want in my deck 
cool. You don't have to make a sideboard. I mean, don't right? get me wrong. The only reason why I had some kind of like disliking towards the card is mm-hmm. because it's like I have to talk to people about this. Right. Like, it has to be a right. play, it has to be a playgroup thing. Play group right. Play and so because I'm trying this, to yeah. Because if we go to Command Fest and play in a tournament, what are they going to do about it? I think uh, I don't I don't know what if it's like an official tournament they might just say no um, right but because this is on the technically this would be on the commander board like this is something that they have to right, discuss and right. start making a rule for and I think that's and that's something you can figure out at the the commander event I think more than I, this is not something I would try to do in an event like that like I wouldn't go to a GP with yeah, my deck a, like this yeah then again. Like, think about games of Commander. Like, how many times have I sat down and been like, hey, do you guys mind if I play my Contraption Silver Bordered deck? Yeah. And I've never had anyone say no. Right. So, like, are people, if you go, hey, I've got a a couple of wish cards in this deck, and that's, honestly, that's probably what I would do. I would have a deck that really utilizes that sideboard, right? Yeah, kind of like have it so so that they have a purpose. And so, you know, so I'm not just running Fae of Wishes. I'm running Living Wish. I'm running, you know, a lot of the Wish cards, right? So... So that's where I'm at. And I then feel you like, say, hey, I have a sideboard. Right. I like, don't... hey, I've got a 15-card sideboard to go with this deck that's got a few wish cards in it. Is that yeah. okay? And if they say no, you've already got cards to swap in for your wish cards. Right. Because you've got a 15-card sideboard. Right. True. So it's not a problem to ask. So like, even if you're just running this wish and a 15-card sideboard, yeah. you can have your swap ready. Like You can know what you want to do. Like, oh, no? Cool. We'll take the Fae Wishes out. We'll put this counter spell in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's true. So... The, the, I mean, the, I don't, I don't find a problem with it. Yeah. I, I agree with you. There just needs to be communication. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a relationship, right? You and, need to communicate. And the reason, what? the only reason I wanted to, to talk about it, and the only reason I've brought it up to my other play group is literally every set has had something like this. this is true. The last Vivian, you get a creature from your sideboard. I, the I, Karn, you get an artifact. Like there, I don't see evidence that they're not that they're going to stop doing this. Yeah. No. If anything, they're just going to start doing it more. And they're going to make a black one soon. Yeah. Where so, it's just uh, Well, there is a, one, Mastermind's Acquisition. Yeah. It's just get any card from your sideboard for 4 mana. Yeah. Oh shit. Or tutor it's, that it's, one's actually really good. It's tutor from your deck or your sideboard. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, for 4. So is it a cheap card? What? Yeah, like 20, yeah. 25 cents like a Fuck dollar yeah. maybe. It's yeah. awesome standard play, but I think it just rotated, so you're yeah. good. Um so that's my, I wouldn't mind if so someone communicated properly. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no big deal. Um, so I because I, I agree with you. I think the only cards that you would wish in are conditional. Yeah, like yeah. that's all you would need. Like and wa- it's fun, right? Like yeah. like it's fun to have your your fairy wish. You wish for a card you, that you need right then. It like yeah, that makes some fun fun play experience. Like oh man, I was playing this game. I had this guy dead to rights, and you know what? He fucking he played a, the Fay of Wishes. And he got exactly the card he needed from his sideboard. Yeah, I'm okay with that being a thing in Commander. Yeah, I would put that in my uh, my new Thrasios deck. Yeah, you'll understand once we play. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I would for sure. Yeah, I, I'm cool with it. I have no problem with any of that. I think I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be communicated. Yeah. yeah. So and I, if no one's a fucking, agree. if no one's one of those fucking tool bet. Yeah, those would be a spiky player that would say no. Yeah, and they, a spiky player frankly, that's like really fucking like nitty gritty. And frankly, about if I rules. sit down at a table and I'm like, "Hey, I'm playing some wish cards. I got this 15 card sideboard to pull cards from," and if they were like, "Ah, no, we'd rather you not," I get up and find another table because chances are I'm not going to have fun playing with those kind of people anyway. True. I would say put it in, see how you play with them, and then walk away. Right. Because <laughs> obviously, then you learn about their personality. Well, true. So 
I don't know. That's my thing. And I, like I said, I don't see them doing any less. They're only going to do more like this. I think this. they'll yeah. do like one. At least one a set is what they've been doing. Give me right. A but one. Them. Okay. So there's creature, there's artifact, there's so, anything. So there's this, there's Karn, there's Vivian. Vivian. Um, Mastermind's acquisition was just a couple sets before and that. that was yeah. black. And that was black. So, like they, so we have green, blue, Artifact black. Yeah. So all we're missing is red and white. Yeah. So which are going to be trash. Easy for them to do something like that. So probably. Yeah. So I just thought I would bring that up. Put it on the board. I wanted to talk about it too yeah. because I found it interesting because I I noticed the Vivian. I didn't know that Karn did it. Karn gets you an artifact from outside the game. Okay. And then I didn't know about the black spell. I knew about Ooh, Vivian. And then something that came up when we were talking earlier that we should let the audience know. You cannot wish for cards that are exiled. You yeah. you used to be able to hmm. because it used to not be called exile. You were removed from the game. Right. Um, once they changed it so to that, be an actual game zone, right. now you can't. Uh, I thought it was wish for stuff zone. like that because there because of uh, what's it called. Well, all the cards that there's a green card. Fuck, it's in Silvala because it's super important. Just in case someone removes the umbral mantle, uh, rift sweeper. Yeah, rift sweeper. Rift exactly. Sweeper, get it back. Shuffle it in your yep. library. Um, and then there's the flashback one. Yeah. The rune of... Uh, uh, runic revelation or r- runic yeah, remembering or something, something like that. Something like that. It's yeah. blue. But yeah. So that that was my thing. I think I think that... I love the artwork. They sh- oh, yeah. The artwork's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they should just... And what I love about this one is it's repeatable. Yeah. You can bounce it yep. and then wish again yeah. after you've cast it. Right. So that's my thing. I, I think there's definitely room for a wish board in EDH as a real rule. I think they might as well I think just make it a rule. Yeah. yeah. I think if anybody who got this far with wishes, I'm 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 kind of with you on the whole side. I'm with you on the sideboard, but I think if you're building a deck. And you're building a deck where you need to put one like a few cards on the side to help you win the game. I think your deck needs a little bit more work. I don't know if it would be winning you the game. I think what it does. That's what I mean. Condi- what you were talking yeah, about being it turns it turns this one card into, into a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, any yeah. conditional yeah. removal or anything like that. What I'm saying is that if someone like puts this in a deck just so I can be like, oh, I don't need to put this one card in my deck, right? Because I can wish it in for my win con. Sure. That's weird. Five color wish. You should wish probably it. keep your win con in the deck just because it's your win con. Maybe. Don't get me wrong. This is a tutor for a win con. Yeah. But that's also weird to not have yeah. the win con in the deck in the first place. That's because fair. what if you never get to this fucking no, card? No, true, true. And you never get to your win well, that's, con. Yeah. So five I think wishes. Wish I want it. Five color. Go, five dude, color wishes. Do it, man. You're going to get it. If I mean, he's he's in, right. In time, yeah. Yeah. Because what are the next sets? We can look up the next sets right now. Mm-hmm. If you just go back to that mythic spoiler, yeah, it'll be right there. Yeah, you just go to the expansions. Because the next set is... So is Theros beyond death. Ikoria. Uh, Ikoria will probably have a wish in it. I don't think there'll be a wish. I in just, it. I, I, I just can't see them not continuing to. It's, it, it's definitely, it's because of best of one. It's so that you can right. go get your narrow sideboard cards out. Right. Yeah. In a format where you don't get to sideboard. So I get it. Um, I don't know if I agree with best of one. I get the, I get the premise yeah. behind it because you want to like, oh, I want to get a quick game in. Yeah. I think they've, they've, back, they've backed off quite a bit since the, they first did like did that. Sure. People were like, oh, we don't know if everything should be best of one. Yeah, because the whole game has been based, all tournaments have been based around two. Mm-hmm. Two out of three. Two out of three forever. And you, yeah. That's hard to like change something like that. 
Especially oh, yeah. in tournament play. Oh, yeah. Money. Well, they had something for you to go and watch. They did um, right at the beginning the beginning of the, the what do they call them? The, the people that are getting paid to play Magic. The uh, Mythic League or whatever the fuck they're called. Oh, dude. The, like, Pro League. Yeah. The MPL. There we go. Yeah, the Magic yeah, yeah. Pro League is what they're called. Um, one of the first big tournaments they did was on Magic Online or on Arena. Yep. So it wasn't real cards, but they were at like oh, yeah, a yeah, tournament. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did one. best of one. Oh, I didn't know they did best Everybody of one. brought, I think what you did is I you brought three decks, and then I would play you. We'd play best of one, best two out of three, but I couldn't play the same deck twice or something like that. Oh. So there's, there's a lot. There have been a few high profile tournaments where they did best of one, hmm. just slightly different. They had um, three decks, but so if it went to round three, it'd be a separate deck again. Oh yeah, yeah. So you you'd end up playing different decks. Oh, each which time. means they, which means the tournament probably gave them access to all the cards in arena, so that oh, they yeah. could build all the decks. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's see, that's where I, I'm kind of like a little fishy about arena with their tournaments. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, but I own. I'm paying for these cards mm-hmm. on arena, but like if I if say if Jordan were to become pro. Yeah, and he goes on the MPL, but he doesn't own all these cards. I don't. I don't know that they give you everything. That's what I'm fucking. I don't think s- they do. That's weird. So you have to. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you spend money on. I don't. Yeah. I just don't like the. Yeah. I like owning the physical. Oh, cards. I, I get you. I like oh, yeah. the cardboard I in my hand. But in yeah, my hand. I like it in my hand. So yeah, needless to say, I'm 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 excited for the future of Magic, the present of Magic. Yeah, I think I think it's the going. I think it's going like. Then, I feel like now, forever. I feel like the brawl decks are just Commander nineteen two point Yeah, like they just yeah. they were literally like, okay, we're just yeah. gonna give you this. I saw someone did a survey on on Twitter, and they were the two options were why it was why are you buying your brawl deck? And one was to play brawl, and to the other was to take EDH. it apart for EDH. And it was like ninety percent take it apart for EDH. Yeah, yeah. they're like so. we want brawl to be better. It's like no, brawl's never gonna be good. No. Brawl's never gonna outdo EDH. Sorry, no. I mean I get that it's quicker, but like yeah. yeah. All right, Oathbreaker versus brawl. <laughs> Oathbreaker versus brawl. All right, all right, everybody. Did, did that we, was a long episode. Did we want to? Did we want to go ahead and hit that one last thing real quick? What's yeah, that one the last surprise. Thing? The, the surprise thing. What's the surprise? The thing? news. Um, go back to your your do web do browser. Do 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 so uh, there's a charity. Um, there's a, 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 a thing that Magic is doing for charity. Tab. It's your middle tab, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so for charity <laughs> on their, their like Hasbro store or whatever, Wizards is putting out a uh, special collector set, a lot like the one they did for, for like Hascon with like the Unstable or the, uh, the Silver Bordered cards. Um, so this set is a three-card set that is characters from My Little Pony. Because that's another property that Hasbro owns. Hasbro owns My Little Pony. I didn't know they owned it. Yeah, so here, if you go next. So there's three cards. So the first one, here, I'll read the first one. Um, So this is called Rarity, is the name of one of the horses. Sorry, I'm not a a pony person. She's a unicorn. Um, Look at her. She's got a So she's a a legendary creature unicorn (laughs) for one white blue. Um, And she says, rare and mythic rare spells you cast cost one less to cast. Sick. And then one tap, reveal a My Little Pony toy, <laughs> trademarked, My Little Pony toy you own. Uh, until end of turn, another target creature gains protection from each color in that toy's coat, mane, and outfit. 
So based on the toy you reveal, your creature gets protection from I'd let someone. Colors. I would let someone play with that card. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to go next. Jordan, you want to read that one? Yeah. So the next one is Nightmare Moon. It's a transform card. It's a uh, four black black legendary creature, Alicorn. Um, is that just like a unicorn Pegasus? Yeah. Is that so, what an Alicorn is? <laughs> something. Uh, it's 6-6. Uh, it's, six, six. it's got flying. As long as it's nighttime... Nightmare Moon gets plus two, <laughs> plus two, and has Menace. And then it has six, tap six, transform Nightmare Moon. Any pony may activate this ability or help pay the cost. When they do, they become your friend. I'm guessing uh, ponies are other players in this situation. Uh, yeah, probably. They should have said bronies. <laughs> All right. All right. And then the other side. Princess is... Oh, that's the other Princess side. Luna. Yeah. Um, so when it transforms... And then when this creature transforms into Princess Luna, choose up to six cards you own from outside the See? game with a moon in their art. Then Ooh. exile those cards. As long as those cards remain exiled, you may cast them and your friends may cast them with your permission. Uh, you got to read the reminder text. Uh, gifts are appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the last one, Princess Twilight Sparkle. I'm pretty sure that's an actual character. They all are. The all of these have been actual characters. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. I don't know things. <laughs> so it's a white and a blue for a two-two. Cheap, I like it. Flying. Any uh, uh, other alicorns, horses, Pegasus, ponies, and unicorns, you control get plus one plus one. So she's pay, a pony lord. She's a pony lord. You pay Wooberg. If you control Applejack, Fluttershy, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and Rarity, every pony <laughs> every pony wins the game. <laughs> every pony wins the game. I think that's like the the original lineup, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the Which original. Which no, no, only one of those cards exists, right? You know, Pinkie Pie is on drugs. What? Yeah, Pinkie Pie is the one that's on drugs. She works Damn. in a sugar shop and she eats sugar and snorts sugar all the time. Mm. She's on cocaine all the time. Oh, you know what I didn't notice? Look at the hollow foil stamp. It's a heart. Uh, and then that it's the shooting star, the wizard, the Watsy like shooting star, but it's a heart. Yeah, this is this is cute. I hope this does really well, to be honest. Yeah, because I hope it makes them do this again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I didn't know on the cards, they've got a watermark, and the watermark is like the pony mark of that pony. That's so they're all different watermarks, and oh, it's whatever cool. the like mark on the pony's butt is. You know. That's oh, cool. Funny. That's 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 a nice touch. They that's did. Fun. I think they did a really good job with these. Yeah, it looks. So good. I know a lot. Of, a lot of people are talking Star Wars. I don't think that'll happen because they don't have they don't have that IP. Yeah, but Disney would have to approve that. Yeah, but they've got Transformers. They've already made one Transformer Magic card. Oh yeah, Grimlock, Grimlock. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just thought it was cool. Thought we should mention it. Yeah. When yeah. does it go on sale? Maybe our, our viewers can go buy one to support charity. All I think all of the net proceeds. So we'll every extra life. So all of the profit from this goes to toward extra life, which benefits Seattle's Children's Hospital. Um, October twenty second. They're yeah. going to be on HasbroPulse.com. Um, I think they said it was like thirty dollars. It's not that expensive either. It's thirty bucks. I think it's like thirty bucks, maybe fifty. It'll be worth something. It later. might be fifty. Uh. Fifty dollars until the fifth of November, or from, sold out. I it won't last that long. Yeah, it it'll won't. sell out on October twenty second. Yeah, it'll be. I'm gone. guessing. Yeah, so October twenty second, and then if you're lucky, until the fifth of November. So like remember, two. So about like remember. yeah, two weeks. 
Okay. Cool. Probably they usually have it. You can usually buy two. Yeah. So they'll probably do that again. Right. But yeah. Sweet. Guys, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks Everybody, for having us. if you survived this long, thanks. <laughs> this <laughs> was, was a long one. This was it a was. long one. What are we at? Three hours? Close. Oof. Close to it. Well, you know, there's a lot of magic. And there's there's a lot of cards to, in that to set. To be fair, this set I think has more cards that I that I'm gonna play than most sets in recent memory. Yeah. It also has the most flavor and oh, uh, is attracting down. a lot of yeah. attention and oh, just kind of yeah. hits the hearts of everybody. You know what was kind of cool? Just as one real quick anecdote. I mean, we went on long enough. I, it doesn't I fucking know. matter how long. You we know what go. was kind of cool is at the pre-release, I played against people who were very good at Magic, like. Gave me a run for my money. like, And yeah. I know I said I didn't drop a game. I killed. My deck was absurd. I played against people who were very good. And they had never before that day touched cardboard magic cards. Huh. They'd been, I, I played against some people who had been playing on Arena for almost a year. Been playing magic for a year. And were like, yeah, I figured I should come out to like a real event. I've never, I've never opened magic cards. I've never like been in a card shop. Wow. And so it was kind of interesting. That's weird. Like the times have this, changed, man. This, the, I mean, it's because the set. Well, yeah, and that's this set got them to come out. Like they were, they were excited. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I like. I know some people could see that as a good thing, like or a bad thing, like, oh, you're not real magic players. But you know what? No, they if are it, real magic. If it players. makes more, if it makes more people play magic, I'll tell you what. These people knew the, these people that I played knew the rules better than some people that have been playing with real magic cards for years. I mean, sometimes I'm squirrely with the rules. Yeah, I was talking about you. Um, wow. <laughs> um, but no, they, I mean, it was it was kind of surreal. That's like, cool. It was weird to realize we're at this point that... Magic Arena is actually gaining more... Well, yeah. Helping, helping us get more well, players. Yeah, and I know a lot of people bellyache about it, but you know what? I, the people more magic, bellyache about it? Yeah, man. See, I don't go out in public. You don't, yeah, you don't get it a you lot. You want to know yeah. why? And I'm sorry, everybody. But not everybody who plays magic is a kind human being. Uh, no, there's a no, lot not by of a lot fucking <laughs> trolls oh, out yeah. there, dude. Uh, but yeah, sorry so that, to all you trolls that you know you're a troll. So sorry. that was all. I thought that was a fun anecdote from the pre-release. That's cool. I yeah, that's actually pretty awesome. And then did you talk to him about Commander and how they should get their yeah, heads out a little of bit? Yeah, yeah, they know. They know. <laughs> Be like, hey, get your friends. <laughs> this is fun and all. This is play like, Commander. Yeah, play Commander. Right. Get your head warped because you're going to be learning about old cards now. Oh All right. The train is now leaving Flavortown. Yeah. Flavortown is left. Oh, yeah. The flavor train has left the flavor station. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.